0: Hello, hello, and what is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Joseph Bohr Podcast on the JV Podcast Network. Just a quick reminder Apple, Spotify, or YouTube, wherever you may be listening, please rate five stars, leave a friendly review, subscribe, and turn those notifications on so you never miss an episode. Interviews like this one coming your way every single Monday, and the Weekend 12 Pack with Uncle Micah, your home for degenerate gambler advice from non degenerate gamblers coming your way every single Friday. Loaded episode, depressing, sad episode at the same time. We have to start out 16 Sundays in hell. The Browns, a dagger into my heart. They lose on the road in my in my adopted home of Arizona. They lose to the Cardinals. The snowman joins me to break down that game, a little therapy, therapy session for the two of us. And then you will hear my sit-down, my conversation, my interview with the one and only Stephen Shapiro, the king, one of the kings of pranks on YouTube, extremely funny, we talk about all kinds of things, we talk about YouTube, we talk about working at Yelp, we talk about weddings, we talk about all kinds of stuff, you guys are really going to enjoy that. So all of that coming up right now, but first, enjoy this nice smooth jazz. <music> The Cleveland Browns have done the very thinkable. They're very realistic. They have just absolutely butchered any chance for the playoffs, were a long shot, but at least having any sort of pride and any sort of positive out of this season. The Browns, that is now way, way, way in the rearview mirror. 16 Sundays in Hell. Special request from the snowman. He texted me when I was at the game today. Yes. I had to witness this all in person. I was at the game. It was sickening the whole ride home. I have a headache. I never have a headache. It's just been bad. The snowman requested to come on, and I want to be a man of the people. And I know the snowman in multiple ways has been set off on this horrible, horrible Sunday in hell. So we now welcome him in.
1: How's it going? Terrible,
0: man. How are you?
1: You know, my mom just walked in after a long day uh, with my younger brother at a swim meet. She said, oh, what'd you do today?
0: Oh, my said, God. my
1: fucking heart ripped out. The nerve. Again. I sat here, and I can't tell you how many times I watched a play happen, and I just went, all right, that's it, I'm done watching. I'm going to the Cowboys game. That's yeah. it, I'm done. I'm done. And then I kept, they just kept pulling me back in. They did. give me a little bit of hope. And then they would just completely screw me. It was awful. You know
0: what? I kind of am glad if they were gonna lose today. I'm. You know what? I think what happened in the locker room. So did you see that report that came out that the Browns they're looking to stick with they're looking to retain Freddie Kitchens barring a, um like a horrific collapse. Yes. So I, yes, think I, I saw that. So I think what happens is Baker's in the locker room. He's he sees that on his phone. He looks at Odell and Landry, and he and he just kind of gives that nod. They you know de- what to do. Yeah, you know what to do and Flicka. Yeah.
2: yeah. You know
1: what to do. <laughs> they you just know, dap I, yeah, each other up. I, I saw that, too. I saw that, too. I think it was, like, Cleveland uh, Sports Talk Radio yeah. tweeted out. They, they quote-tweeted that report, and they were like, so does losing to the Cardinals by 30 count as a horrific collapse?
0: You know, it does to me. I think in most people's dictionary, in most people's mind, it definitely does. But yeah, I think those guys were in the. I mean, locker. it's not like we're
1: talking about. It's not like we're talking about a seven and six, like eight and eight Cardinals team. These freaking guys are three and nine right now. Three nine and one.
0: Yeah, like they 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 were playing bad. They're trending down, and they. You know what the worst thing is? They came out today, and especially that for all game, really, but especially that first drive. It looked like no one was engaged on any side of the ball. It was no. n- there was no energy, there was no effort. Guys weren't wanting to tackle. Uh, Mac Wilson is always plays really hard, and I thought Randall did a pretty nice job today. He was running downhill, and making tackles. But other than that, you know what? You know what's bad when and I don't blame him because they should have extended his contract. Joe Schobert looked like a guy oh. who was checked out today, and that is normally yep. never ever the case with him.
1: And that's what I thought, thought after, like, the
2: at halftime
1: is when I really thought it. I'm like, this has got to be the most uninspired team I've ever seen. And that starts at the head coach. Yes. Hitchens couldn't inspire a freaking team to save the You're lead a whore to bed. I don't, yeah, exactly. Just, Just like the snowman. I don't what the freaking deal is, but. I can't remember. Maybe the Ravens game earlier in the season is about the only time I've seen just a complete fire lit under the Yes, that where they just play like a machine and they do work. You know uh, yeah, the Browns are going to win, you know,
0: most likely they're going to win 7 games this year. They're going to lose they're going to get stomped by Baltimore. It's going to be it, a murder. It, oh my god. Art Modell I, I'm
1: thinking to myself. I was thinking to myself during this game, I'm like, wow, Kenny Drake has four rushing touchdowns. Can you imagine he what – He could have had five. Jackson, Mark and Zimmer are going to do. It's oh. going to be a thousand-yard rush game for those two. Yes, it's going to be
0: historic. It's going to be circa Jamal Lewis back in the day when he was with the Ravens and in game week. Do you remember this? This was like forever ago. It's a part of this like half-hour video on the Browns since they came back to Cleveland. Jamal Lewis during a game week when he was with the Ravens, said, this was like on a Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or something, said, on Sunday against the Browns, I'm going to set the all-time NFL single-game rushing record. And you know when people say that? That's usually when they go out there and tear their ACL or they fumble four times or something like that. <laughs> right. You know what he did? He went out there and did exactly that.
1: <laughs> yep. Now, now, we're talking, we're talking the Ravens up here. If I'm freaking John Harbaugh, I'm not playing Lamar Jackson. It's the Robert Griffin Third show.
0: Revenge just, game.
1: Yeah, that's okay. I, I understand that. But still, they're clinched. They got No,
0: no I, revenge man, game I'm not, I'm not for RG3. Ar- RG3, Brown's legend. Revenge game for RG3. Give them the uh, start.
1: I could, okay. I think you mean it from the loss earlier. No, no they, so yeah, they could yeah, care game. less it's, about it's that. The, it's the RG3 revenge game for sure.
0: Yeah, no. Oh, they could care less about beating the Browns. You know, they're not going to be – they're not going to run – they're not going to try to run into the ground. They might just because they're the Ravens and they're really good. But they're not going to yeah. be, you know, being stupid, you know, playing Lamar Jackson, you know, running – having him run the ball when they're up by 35 in the third quarter. Like they're – they could care less about they, – they have bigger things on their plate than, you know, trying to beat the Browns because they beat them on a fluke earlier, you know, in week four of the season.
1: Right. Right, you know, yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know, man, and and I wanted to, this is what I wanted to, yeah, to say, yeah, mostly, on, on to, this is why I wanted to come on the show, yeah. I just wanted to say how badly I feel for Nick Chubb, yeah, Nick Chubb might be the best player in the league, and he's just completely brought down by such a horrible franchise and team. Same with Kareem
0: Hunt, he's right. you now Chubb's done it for an entire season, but Hunt what he's done just just his presence in the backfield and there's been so many times where he's come up with big third down receptions for us like just oh, yeah. the, just the fact that those guys are so unselfish they've done you know I know Kareem Hunt has history but you know when he since he's been with the Browns he hasn't had anything and obviously Nick Chubb there's nothing there you can't find a much better guy than him those guys just go out there and do their work. They're unselfish. They get carries and their touches, and when they do it, they make the most of it. They, want, they run really hard, no matter what the score is, no matter what's gone on throughout the game, throughout the previous weeks. And they're just a part of this freaking circus with Freddy Butter Milkshake and, and Baker just continuing to make bad decisions. And Odell wants the ball, and then he gets opportunities. That one ball, that one fade... That was right oh, in his lap. Oh, my God,
1: you were in an inside fade on freaking single coverage. Wide th- open. And it went right through his hands. And that's yeah. why I'm like, dude, you cannot complain about about the touches you get or, or you know, the yards you have. And when you're dropping balls like that.
0: Yeah, that could have been a touchdown. It was right in front right of
1: him. Right. And then later,
0: speaking of this, this is why, this was the epitome of a Sunday in hell for me. This is why 16 Sundays in hell. That's why I named it this because this is what happened to me today. So I show up for those of you don't know. I went to the game today. I'm out here in Arizona Went to the ball game. I saw today. So the Browns lost obviously I saw three Maurice Pouncey jerseys and then On the interception where Baker threw it over Odell. it gets intercepted I was sitting in the end zone right down there on that end On that same kind of quarter on that same section of the end zone Peterson after he intercepted turned around Launches it into the crowd. I'm 26 rows up. I didn't think I was in play for a ball, right? I didn't think I was gonna get any foul balls today, and he chucks it up It's coming right at me snowman right at me. I'm like I got to high point this ball I'm ready to go for it. I jump up It gets tipped right in front of me and literally if you go one seat diagonal from me the the row in front of me one seat diagonal In the row in front of me, that's where the ball was tipped to and caught. It was right there. And then within five minutes, this guy had a wad of cash. I don't know if he's a collector or sells memorabilia or, you know, he sells it back to the team and they sell it. I don't know what it was. Had two grand in green. Straight cash, homie. Like, I'm like, I just, okay, first off, I have to stomach this interception in the red zone that we've seen all year.
1: Right. Baker thrown into triple coverage. Yes. Sailing the ball. Yes. And the, the thing, the easiest of his
0: life. and the thing that I love about it is I was texting you. You were just like, what, what was that? And I was just like, the ball, uh, I and then I sent the message about almost catching yeah. the ball. And I was like, it yeah. got tipped. And you're like, it's still triple coverage. I'm like, no, I agree. Baker's decision was horrible. I'm talking about Patrick Peterson's throw, not Baker's throw. The celebratory
1: I, launch into the stands with yes. a diagonal seat away from yes, him.
0: Yes, that is where the ball was tipped. I was so pissed. I, I almost caught... That football was almost. I almost caught a two thousand dollar football. Patrick Peterson said, "Mystery box threw it up, and I almost got it."
1: Mystery box. (laughs) We're playing jackpot. You'd have taken that two grand for that stupid football.
0: Of course I would have. Why? I I'm I'm in college. Why two thousand? Do you know what? (laughs) Do you know what I could do with two grand? Dude, you could buy like thirty cases of beer. I could I could do a ton of things with that. I could save it. I could invest it in a Ponzi scheme. I could give it to uh, some of those print, those uh, um, uh, the Arabian
1: princess. Yes, are, that keeps spamming
0: help. me, that keeps spamming me emails. Yeah. so I could have done so much with that. So yeah, it was um, pretty rough day. Then I'm on Twitter waiting, waiting for my lift waiting for my Uber, and then I'm seeing like LeBron, like the Lakers who are like 20 and three, LeBron's doing like between the leg passes, 20, and Dw- 24 and three, yeah, tw- 20, 20. Tw- excuse me, 24 and three, LeBron's doing like between the leg passes, and Dwight Howard's taking off from the three point line, and their bench is like jumping up and down, I'm just oh, like, yeah. cool. and then we lost Corey Kluber today, to a trade, yep. not to death, some people may it and then away. here's
1: another one, yeah. this one doesn't mean as much to you, because you're not as big of a Buckeye fan as me, but... The, the, the OSU men's basketball team lost by fifteen today. To oh, I saw that. To Minnesota. It's it's just been a freaking Sunday in hell, to be honest with
2: you.
0: Yes, it is, and it's and it's elevated. Like this is like the the devil turned the fire up a little bit. It's a little bit oh, more. Yeah. It's a little bit crazier today. Yeah, it's um. It's so something. So going forward, Snowman, in your expert opinion, um. So the Browns obviously they need offensive linemen. They need tackles for sure. Um, yeah.
1: Well, I tell you what, it would sure be nice to have our first round pick this year. But yeah, that's true. His no, I thought that we already area. missed out on that. I
0: thought that was this past year that because that we traded him before the draft.
1: Oh, that's right. I think, that's right. So we so we do get our first round pick.
0: Yes, which 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 uh, would uh it would I feel like it'd be more rewarding if the Browns lose out, because then I think Freddie for sure gets fired and we get a better draft pick.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, absolutely. So uh, the this offseason should be starting this week. They should be trying to lose these last two games. Well, I mean, shit. Yeah, trying to lose these last two games, even yeah. though it looks Horrible. Freddie Kitchens may never get another coaching job. I don't if think you lose to the to the one in thirteen bangles or whatever they
0: are. I don't think the Browns should try to lose. I think they should just keep keep doing exactly what they're doing. And they will lose. That's. Uh, I guess you're right. That was the conversation would. in the locker room where they see yep. Freddie Kitchens will be fired unless there's a horrific collapse, and the Browns players are just looking at each other like, just keep up with the same thing. Keep up with the same thing. Here we go. Yep. Just, yep, keep yeah. so, just, just keep it rolling so just keep it rolling'm okay
1: to, I mean what this last half of the season was supposed to be the easiest schedule in the NFL right I it mean, was and, and and it was to every other NFL team and I mean my god we lost to Denver and Pittsburgh and Arizona and I mean we had those three wins in a row in a row where I'm like all right here we go you know yeah we got this we're alive we're alive we're alive and well and Maybe not well, but we're alive. We got a heartbeat at least, right? And then they just decided to start driving daggers into our hearts. I mean, even last week they beat Cincinnati twenty-seven to nineteen. Like,
0: yeah, that wasn't a fun game. That that wasn't pretty. None of it's been pretty. So going forward, no. who's a guy that you might like to see roam in the sidelines for Cleveland? Then, because they have to have a new coach. They have to get linemen. And but I, I really do think that they need a new coach. I mean, Freddie. I mean. He's just got to go. He really does.
1: With all respect to the man, hasn't done anything that I have liked all year. No, nothing at all.
0: Nope.
1: I and I think Brett's fans agree all across the world. So I mean, uh, yeah, I mean they're not gonna. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. Uh, I I don't really. I need to like see who all is out there right after the season. But one one coach that immediately comes to mind that is a proven a guy who's really proven to be winning coach and that's Mike McCarthy who's sitting up there in limbo right now right not coaching anywhere you you know everyone knows him from the Packers the one a Super Bowl there didn't really have the best last two years he did had in uh Green Bay but I think he's a good coach I think he's a, a guy who has won he's been there before and you know when you've got a roster of talent like that like the Browns have yeah it's good to have a guy that's been there before.
0: I think that the the Browns have an excellent collection of talents. I think that they need a leader, someone that can make them into a team. They don't really seem like a team right Right. now.
1: Right. Exactly. And, and I agree with that. And to be honest with you, I think if Baker has another season next season, like he, like he has had this season, it's time to look for a new quarterback.
0: I don't, now, what if Baker has another season, but Freddie's still being Freddie? Like, Freddie's still around, and it's just bad.
1: Then, I mean, I don't <laughs> – that's a good question. I don't think either – I don't think that scenario will happen, though. I think either Freddie's going to be gone, or they're going to look to get a new quarterback.
0: Right. I don't – Right, because they're always going to side with the player, no matter you know what it is. You I mean, you look at McCarthy, who you know, right. like he's yep. a, he's I mean, a pretty good coach. He yeah. he done a lot he's a lot of great stuff for you. But you're not going to outlast your quarterback. Like he right. like McCarthy's not going to outlast Aaron Rodgers. Now I, now Baker's not Aaron Rodgers, but he's still a number one pick. And you know Freddie Kitchens is Freddie Kitchens. So Freddie's not going to outlast Baker. Before they move on from Baker, I think that. Um, He's gonna get another shot with oh, yeah. a different coach. I mean, he's definitely, yeah.
1: I I think he should. I mean, I think Baker has very good promise, but I, there's just a lot of watching him play today. There's just a lot of stuff that I don't like that he does. He when he when he start, I saw a few times today where he was making just terrible throws because he he would get all like like herky jerky in the pocket, like it would start to not not completely collapse, but. You know, he get a little bit of pressure and he just kind of like wig out and he's throwing the ball, without his feet being set, and it's sailing and he's short-arming it yeah. and it's going every which way. And then you see the throws where, okay, the pressure comes and he gets out and he sets his feet real nice, gets his shoulders turned, his hips aligned, and he throws a great ball. And I think, I think it's, you know... I think I, he's got to get to the point where he's doing that all the time or at least 80 to 90% of the time, and I think he'll be a lot better. Yes, but... Yeah, go ahead. Finish up. I think he needs I think he needs a quarterback coach, or not a quarterback, but just a, a, a new coach to really bring that out.
0: Yeah, and you know what? And I will come to Baker's defense here for a second because I come to his defense a lot because a lot of the things that we're talking about right now, we've seen him at at times and in, You know, over the course of games or you know patches in the season where he does do these things, like all these things that we want him to do, like it's on tape, like. And I think, you know, a a lot of that, too, and I think the reason that, you know, his mental clock is all off, you know, when he's in the pocket and things like that, I think a lot of it has to do with how the O-line has played this year. I think he flat out just doesn't trust the most of those guys up there, and I don't blame him. And then when you look at last year, when the O-line, you know, when you look at the numbers and, you know, the, the, the sack numbers when they went way down when Freddie and Greg Williams took over, you know, in the second half of the year where they really closed it strong. Then that's when you saw a lot of him, you know, there's clips of him, you know, going up against good defenses in his rookie year. You know, work yep. in the pocket like when he's like deep in their own territory, even back in his own end zone, and he's trusting the guys and he's letting things develop. And he's making, like you said, from you know, he's coming from an unbalanced position. His feet are, you know, if you're just looking at his feet, not looking at what's going on, you're like, yes, that's what we want. Like, there's, th- there's tape of him doing all those things and being patient and trusting the guys in front of him. And right now, I think he's just kind of all out of sorts. So, I think you know a new coach, you know better design offense, and then obviously it's just going to come down to, you know, having you know better guys up at the O line because outside of Treder and Batonio, I really don't like any of the guys.
1: And how fantastic though! I mean, you're talking about the O line and how bad they are for, for for Baker, but Nick Chubb is still leading the freaking NFL in rushing. Like, yeah, that kind of that speaks such like value to how good Nick Chubb is yes he's I mean, got a very very average o-line and he has still got like 1400 yards rushing I yeah
0: mean, he, he's incredible his
1: it's incredible.
0: yeah his his balance his patience and a lot of those and a lot of his big runs or he's getting like a ton of rack yards because the offensive line isn't great they might be able to do enough and then it's up to nick chubb to run through that arm tackle or to make a guy miss and yeah the way that he's able to run with power and speed um, you know, you can't ask much more out of him outside of those couple fumbles in a in a ugly game in New England. Um, you know, he's been pretty much perfect. He's been incredible.
1: He has. And and you know, like you said to to uh defend Baker, I mean, like we're ta- we talked about Odell dropping yeah. a forty forty yard fade. I mean, Baker it's so hard as a quarterback to Get into a rhythm when you have guys drop the rows like that. Yeah, because not only because an incompletion means you're stuck in in that in that down and distance, and yep. or you lose the down, you're stuck in that distance.
2: Yep.
1: And, you know, you just don't get into a rhythm. Quarter Baker's a really rhythmic quarterback. Like, he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not Tom Brady. He's not gonna come out here and every pass is gonna be right. here a friggin' time right now. You know, right. he needs to see. Hey, I mean, did we complete a single ball today? Deep. Like, downfield? I don't
0: um, think we did. Uh, Yeah, and then Ricky Seals-Jones fumbled it. <laughs> right. Okay, Yeah. That, that
1: makes sense. I, I didn't see that because at that point, I think I was I was done and I stopped watching. Yeah, I mean, everything
0: was dink but. and dunk. I mean, Baker's numbers are going to look okay because, you know, a lot of garbage yardage at, there at the end. But at yep. one point, you look at Baker's completions. He was like 18 of 24. You're like 75%. Great. But he only had right. like yep. 147 yards passing.
1: Right, and you get guys who are dropping dropping balls, and you're not completing any big plays. Yeah, cool. And you complete 18 passes uh, that are five yard throws. Like, right. that's not getting anywhere. Our our defensive coordinator back in high school always always his philosophy was, you know, you're gonna you, if you want to throw five yard routes, you're not gonna do that all the way down the field. Right. That's so hard to do, and you can't win games. Shout out to Coach Shine. Guest right. on the show before. Yes. You know. And, Like you're, you're not gonna, you're not gonna dink and dunk it five to seven yards down the field for, I mean, you'll take an entire quarter doing that. Like, yes yeah. Bring it on. You're inviting that. That was the
0: scheme. It was like, if you want, we're going to give it to you, you know, we're we're not going to make, you know, we're not going to, you know, hand it to you, but if that's what you want to do, fine, we'll rally to the ball. We'll make plays. And, you know, if you really, if you really, most people aren't going to be stubborn enough to do that. Yep. And that's at exactly. the most basic level, you know, we're talking high school here, but I mean, in right. the NFL that's just yeah. not going to work and you have these playmakers, you know. It, I just I'm just looking at the Cardinals today and you know, some of these slants that these guys got free on and then, you know, that sideline like comeback route that they got to Kirk at the end of the game, I'm just yeah. like, we get none of these. Like none of these are open or maybe it never happens. Us. Like or maybe they but never it call happens, it. Like, it's like, gets, what? It's like, why right. can't we do this? That's
1: another one of my one of my pet peeves though, is our defense played like complete and utter shit today. They did, uh, in my opinion. No, no and physicality whatsoever. None. It was completely uninspired. But then you've got, you know, they'll make an they'll make a very rare play where they get a, a pass breakup, and our DBs are getting up, you know, clapping like chirping. I'm like, guys, you just gave up forty points to the frickin' Cardinals. Like, yeah. You've got no no reason whatsoever to to get up chirping at all. I Afternoon. saw
0: one. I think this was in the Georgia LSU game. It was driving me nuts. And I know we're gonna sound like the old man, like get off my lawn thing. But this is so true. They were down, you know, by like almost three scores. And this guy, this Georgia defensive back, literally, you know tripped up this LSU receiver and literally brought him to the ground. And the only reason it wasn't pass interference is because Burrow was getting pressured and threw it into the stands. Yeah. Like the only reason it wasn't pass interference was because it was totally uncatchable. And he gets up and he's doing like the incomplete. I'm like, dude, you're down three scores. It's about to be the fourth quarter. And you literally tackled the guy. You got right, like, yeah. like I, I, what? I don't think
1: that's, that's the old man syndrome at all, man. I think that's like, yeah, I wish that's how football. I mean, that's just how football is. First of all, guys. I mean, I love it. Guys but when, it, play, but, but when you,
0: Are but like, emotional. But no, I absolutely love that part of it. But when you're, de- but like, be, right. No be, have no self awareness. Have self awareness.
1: Right. Exactly. Because you know how dumb it looks. I mean, my t- we've talked about the Tiffin Dragons on the show before, but I mean, we won like four straight games, like fifty to six. And yeah. I think the most the team scored in that four game stretch was six points, so we won one that was fifty two to nothing, and it's like the fourth quarter and there's like seven eight minutes left, so still a substantial amount of time left, and and we we we've got our fourth string players and I'm damn near in a quarterback yeah and we're we're, th- we're throwing the ball still because there's eight minutes left yeah. And, and a, uh, a DP makes a makes a play and gets up and starts clapping at our sideline. And, like, I happen to be standing right in front of where he yeah. was. He's clapping at me. And I'm like, dude, I just pointed at the score, and I'm like, shut the hell up. Like, it's 52 to nothing. Grow like, up.
0: That's when you send Kendrick Perkins in.
1: Right, just to just to take out some clavicles. Yeah, it's like, all right, si-
0: you look at 69, you make him eligible, you're like, you know what to do. <laughs> yep,
1: yep. Exactly. There you go.
0: All right, Snowman. Well, thanks for joining me. This is a good, another good therapy session.
2: Oh yeah,
1: I've been stewing all day because I, I, as I said, I, I'm I'm home for Christmas break now. Everyone in my house was gone today, so I just sat in my own, in my own brain stew. Shout out yeah. Green Day for for that. And I'm very glad to uh, get to talk it out with you for a little bit. Yeah,
0: I needed it. I've been I've been alone here in Arizona for a week. It's been a fun week until today.
1: Yep, no doubt about it. No right. doubt. Thanks, Snowman. Yep, see ya Okay, Stephen Shapiro.
0: This is a long time coming. Um, listen, I may be on your turf here. You helped start this company. This is technically your office. Sure Ever since I got fired from the internship. But Greatest
3: day of my life, by the yeah, way.
0: I know. Yeah. I, I could see the satisfaction <laughs> on your face when we sat in this very room and I was let go. But... <laughs>
3: That's so funny. I'm like visioning it right now. and you no. Just telling me you're like Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. This okay. It makes sense. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, like
0: yeah. station 69 now this <laughs> What what's next you guys gonna evict me from my apartment?
3: I don't want to do this Joseph I thought we weren't gonna do this right now, but it's mine The, the apartment is mine. Now. <laughs> it is mine. So sorry, sorry over
0: the deed. Yep. But yes, I am here on your turf, but I haven't come lightly yes. I'm looking at you right now. You're a mustache guy but I, I'm, I'm making a cuckold. I'm cuckolding, which isn't a term that is used very much anymore, which <laughs> no. I'm upset by. Yeah, me, oh, me a, too. Lovely term. Lovely term. But I'm cuckolding your mustache persona right now. Are you, a, are you as intimidated as I imagine you to be right now?
3: So this might upset you. Yeah. I'm not intimidated. I'm proud. I am proud. And I'll tell you why. Yeah. So... I think, and I'm going to make it my goal, right? But I think every parent's goal yeah. is for their children to do better than they do. Yes. Right? While I may not be your, you know, biological parent, right. I feel parent-ly Yes. towards you. Yeah. And your stash is far superior to mine. Thank you. And I'm proud of you. Thank Genesis. you.
0: That actually means a lot. Because I don't even know if my dad listens to this. Oh, okay. But, you know, you like you said, you weren't my biological father. Right. But it doesn't stop me from calling you dad. <laughs> and that guy from Ohio, Ed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is so
3: that is funny. Okay, I'll take it. Um, it's a joke. I love you, Dad. Yes, I love you as well, Ed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, dude, it, it looks great. And I really, I encourage you to keep this permanent fixture, at least for the end of the year.
0: Well, here's the thing. So, um... It's only going to get thicker. Maybe I uh, even go and dark. it. looks good, but I, maybe if I even go darken it up a little bit, I'm recording a, in, an interview with Noah on Friday. Yes. I think it could really make a spark Ooh. for this channel. Because everyone yes. comments, oh, this guy looks like Steven. Everyone's like, Steven shaved his mustache. Yeah. <laughs> and now people are going to be like, Steven got a new mustache. We're,
3: what the heck? What is I, going on? Let me say this. If yeah. you darken it, I, I'm assuming you're talking about dying it, right? Yes, exactly. Let me know if you do that. I will join you on that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because when I did it, so the pictures that I've shown you before, remember when I showed you when I had the mustache in high school? Mm-hmm. We did it for our uh, basketball run for for, right. for the playoffs. So that's what I did. I literally went out. It was like, a, I went from the jet black. Oh,
2: yeah. Because it's, o- it's
0: Ohio in the winter. I'm super pale. No. Oh, yeah. like, I could still grow out a good mustache, but you need a little assistance, you right? Know, you need a little to, help from your friends. Exactly. It just makes it look a little bit thicker and. Oh my gosh, it was it was a beautiful thing. I was greasy, but mm. it was beautiful. That's right. Did, do you taste it? No. No. Okay. No, no. So. no and then once it, the it, dye kind of
2: yeah yeah it, it
0: can't like I, it, it, when the dye was on there it was wet and I put my tongue up there it would have been it, disgusting. Oh yeah. But like after that's done and it dries and the process is over and you know you wash it wash it off have your first shower it's like nothing it's like nothing uh, it's like nothing was ever there. I don't know why I haven't done this to be honest yeah. with you. I, it,
3: it's a beautiful thing. But what do you think about, like, some salt and pepper? Because... I love...
0: See, we're not at the age for salt and pepper, which right. I'm kind of jealous of. Yeah. Because it's a great look. Like, Clooney. Like, I want to oh. look silver fox.
3: 100%. I mean, like... That,
0: that's what you got to hope for. Yeah. Up top. And the beard, too. If you can pull it off both,
3: uh, I mean, it's... I'm so... I know. I'm a baby, dude. You I, are. I don't know why.
0: Mm. It sucks.
3: My, okay. my whole family, my my brother can grow a beard, uh-huh. but it's super patchy and just not... Yeah. yeah not not good but well, long story short I'm proud of you looks amazing if you diet, it let me know I want to join you on that
0: yeah because it one one serving if you will I don't even know if that's what it's called I've been out of the die game for a while but we can definitely share a box okay cool we can share some box
3: hey I'll treat you to that box okay oh my god it's
0: like oh my god so speaking of jokes like that I was at a, um, uh, a, a sorority so I was a sweetheart for a sorority mhm and my little was the next sweetheart for that sorority, okay. which was awesome. And now, he's, I think he's my great grand little, so it stayed in the family. He's the new, the new sweetheart for the sorority. But anyways, he was up there answering your question at this like sweetheart um, competition in front of you know tons of guys from different chapters because they're there supporting their guys and then the the, the uh, entire sorority. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about our sweetheart Courtney. Okay. Um, and he was just like, you know, just like getting to know Courtney and it's always so much fun playing with her cat and like, <laughs> like, <laughs> and we, yes. then it, like took a second. There were a few murmurs that everyone got it and the place just erupted. Died. Like oh. he's so, like the nicest, most like innocent kid ever. Yeah. And like Courtney actually has an actual cat. Oh. Like it wasn't, I mean. That's right. She I had mean, multiple yeah, cats. Okay, yeah. You know, I, I'm doing the same thing <laughs> that he did, but everyone. Just That is it. hilarious, so, but that
3: probably secured yes. his spot. Oh,
0: it did. Yeah. And, and it made him relax a little bit. You know, he was a little embarrassed, but he's like, you know what? I got through that, and he killed it. It was awesome. Oh, heck yeah. Can I tell you a quick story? Absolutely.
3: I was at my cousin's wedding two weeks ago, and, and mm-hmm. it pertains to that kind of thing, right? Yeah. So, long story short, we're at the rehearsal dinner, and it's pretty intimate. It's just, like, family mm-hmm. and, you know, a, a few close friends. And um, <laughs> this guy, right? So, like, the close family, like, his father, his mother... And, like, a couple other people like that are giving yeah. speeches, right? And so at the end, my uncle goes, his father, the groom's father, goes, does anybody want to say, you know, anything? Right. Hand over the mic, the mic and say. So it's pretty quiet, one of those standard, you know, you're in class and, you know, somebody's has to answer the question but yeah. nobody wants to raise your hand. Yep. This guy ends up raising his hand. I don't know who he is. I've never seen him in my okay. life, right? So I'm assuming he's on the groom's side. And uh, you could see his wife visibly just being like, oh, no, what's going to happen here? Oh, jeez. He tells a story. I'm going to fuck up this. Can I curse?
0: Absolutely oh. not, yes. Okay,
3: yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're just going
0: to roll with it. Okay. I'm going to mark down that time so <laughs> I can put a dolphin noise in there. <laughs> yeah. Dolphin noise. Dolphin <laughs> noise at 197.3. Okay, we're good. Beautiful.
3: So he pooped up the, <laughs> the phrase, right? So yeah. basically, he was like, you know... On my wedding day, I looked at my wife. I took my pants off and threw them at her. I said, put these on. She said, I can't put these on. They don't fit. So she took off her panties, like literally using the word panties wow. and everything, which is a weird word, right? It's, it's, it's a takes, little like, yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like moist. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. takes off her panties and throws yeah. it at me and says, put these on. So I put them on. And uh, I tried to get them off and I'm like, I can't get your panties off. And she said, that's right. Not until you change your attitude. I swear. <laughs> I swear to you. This was the room, ready? That's right, not to change your attitude. Crickets. <laughs> it was the most cringe thing ever. And the guy just goes, t- t- tough crowd, <laughs> He gives the mic back. And his wife was really just like, oh so, no. So you know what,
0: I wouldn't, speaking of weddings, I actually glad you brought this up. That was the next thing I had written down here. So I wanted to ask you about that. That's an incredible story. I'm the guy in those situations when someone's like telling a joke and it's a bad joke yeah and like i'm always into just like chaos and yeah. things like that and just like cringeworthy things happening i would have been the one guy after it was quiet for a while that would have just started belting oh yeah for no reason. that was my
3: brother yeah he literally started laughing as soon as the guy said tough crowd yeah. my brother <laughs> lost it and still the room was so quiet it's the best thing he ever dude
0: speaking of weddings i saw one thing um I was on the internet, like looking it up an article, and you know how there's like some like advertisements or like sponsored articles or whatever, that like clickbait right. type stuff. First off, I saw this one thing. <laughs> it was a, the headline was like this guy crying. You could tell he was in a suit, and the, like the, the title was something along the lines of, um, at the wedding, wife reads his cheating text messages instead oh, of her vows, like no. during her time, like. Like when it was her time to get do the vows, she was literally just reading like screenshots of like iMessages. Wow. I, I didn't check uh, read the article because I had to like actually do something, and I knew I would just go down that rabbit hole. But I'm just like I want, like as horrible as that is, I'm just like, um, man, I just kind of root for stuff like that. Oh yeah. My mom has a friend, who she's been, she's been you know she, you know has lived her entire life. And she's been to numerous weddings, and she, I forget, it's either two or three times she's been to a wedding where someone has, like, gotten cold feet, and everyone just has to go home. Or they've wow. been, like, up there, and they've, like, said, like, no, I can't do this. Maybe she's the bad luck exactly. Yeah, Exactly. Three, yeah. three times. That's a lot. One is enough, is a ton for a lifetime. Yeah. Like, I hope I would never see anything like that, even though I secretly <laughs> root for, oh, like, something. I like, want to see like, it. anything to spark up the night, right? Yeah.
3: D- more so. Like, imagine just being there... And the the bride's just like I can't do this, and being that one guy to go, oh, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah, someone's got to do it. Just be that one guy that's like, ooh, (laughs) I called it. It's like, shit, excuse me, shoot, 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 Shoot. 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 Um, (laughs) sugar, sugar. Yeah, dude, that's that's pretty nuts. Yeah, that is crazy. Good for her. Yeah, for, yeah. yeah
0: but uh i was just like man i gotta start going to weddings with you i'm like who's your friend yeah Mom, right I'm like, what I'm like,
3: <laughs> and is she single yes uh, and <laughs> is she
0: single i don't care if she's your age yeah she'll back out
3: on me anyway yeah Doesn't that'd matter. be awesome watch that be the
0: oh, one time she yeah, does not oh, yeah you're right. married to yeah older no, now what am i doing but yeah. if i could just get in to be her plus one for weddings oh yeah that's huge a hundred percent yeah and weddings yeah. are great Weddings are the best. Speaking of weddings, so you were just down in LA. I want to hear about that trip. You kind of told me about the wedding a little bit.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I have a wedding Ooh. over Christmas break, New Year's Eve. Oh wow. New Year's Eve wedding. I'm interesting. Super, it, yeah, it is interesting, but I'm super pumped because, uh, it's in Columbus at one of these like, uh, new, um, hotels that just opened up in a very nice area, like where there's malls and things like that. So it's a new hotel, very nice in a nice area. And the ceremony and the reception are all at one place, nice. and um, you know, a lot of my friends are going. Like These are family friends, so I know them. I'm excited. I'm like, this is going to be my first wedding as a 21-year-old. Oh, yeah. Super pumped for that.
3: Get, get your liver ready. Oh, I,
0: my liver, I've been preparing. Yes, I've been getting good. ready. After, Training. I, after I've gotten over my sickness, yeah. it's been all in uh, preparation for this. Good. But I'm so pumped because um, we got, you know a couple rooms there. My brother's going to be there. My entire family's going to be there friends are going to be there. I'm just, I'm just so pumped for this New Year's Eve wedding. And like, I never do anything on New Year's anyways. Yeah. Because of where I live, like, it's a small town and you have to like, travel, like, if you want to go out, out and like, have fun, you have to travel like an hour to Columbus anyways. So I'm just like, I'm not going to do that. I really don't want to be on the road on New Year's Eve with crazy people. So the fact that I get to hang out at this hotel with friends, family, New Year's Eve wedding. I'm jealous. Can't beat it.
3: You need a plus one?
0: I mean. If I have a plus one, and if you want to fly out to Ohio on New Year's, Boom. done. You're there. There. Okay. Well, then that's solidified then.
3: <laughs> Good. Thanks, Dad. I'll, I'll book. you. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> and Dad. Hell yeah,
0: that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm. So, any any advice though for my first twenty one and uh, my first twenty one year old wedding? Is it a relative? No.
3: So it's a friend. Family friend.
0: Family friend. Yes. Okay.
3: Um. <laughs> uh, it's pretty easy to kind of make a fool of yourself at yep. a wedding. Because
0: that's, that's my big thing. I've been yeah. getting into my head, slow and steady wins the race. Yes. I just try to keep putting that into my head.
3: Absolutely, because a lot of the times it's an open bar. Yeah. So if it's that yeah. open bar, then there's kind of you know no reins on the horse. Right. right? So just make sure you're not bucking. That's yeah. it. Don't buck and you're chilling.
0: One thing that I've learned that I've uh, read up on is with open bar situations, mm-hmm. and I've heard this is kind of a power move, when you go up open bar, right? Bartenders are just kind of getting bombarded, right? Or whatever all night, and as people get more drunk and it's free drinks, like you need a little, little crazy. One thing I've heard to do is that first time, bring up like a twenty for the tip jar, and let them, right, and it pays for itself. You right. let them know, and then they come back up. They remember you, then you're kind of their the, the, the priority if they if things get a little crazy.
3: Absolutely. Hundred percent. If it's a big enough wedding, I would say do it. If If, it's a small, intimate wedding, then
0: not a need, but this is gonna be a big wedding. This is gonna be legit. Which I could not be more excited excited for. Oh yeah. So when you were another thing though that's a little different, you have a girlfriend Mm -hmm. and she she was with you at the wedding, right? Yeah. Awesome, super fun. Have you ever how do you navigate weddings as a single guy though?
3: So it was all close family. Right, okay. not, not the whole wedding. The whole wedding was actually huge. 180 hundred and eighty people wow. at the reception. Yeah, yeah. giant enormous. But for the most part, because he's my cousin, my yeah. first cousin, mm. everything was very. Yes. you know what I mean. But I, have you been I, to a wedding I, before? I what? hadn't. Like, not, not 21 Okay, and not, like, and not
0: in that situation.
3: Not okay. enough to enjoy it. Okay. I have one coming up in February, mm-hmm. in Scottsdale, actually. It's funny. We're friends from San Francisco, but he's fun. getting married in Scottsdale. Very so fun. that will be interesting, because I won't really know anybody other than, yeah. you know, the broom and... Uh, broom. The broom, <laughs> the broom? The broom and the bride. The groom and the, bride. Bride. Um, the and bride. The groom and the bride. And then um, all of our friends, right? Yeah. So it's not like, I don't have to worry about, like, family, you know, right. saying me get a little fleeky or yeah. anything like that. But, um... Yeah, I mean, I'd say just have fun. I'm assuming your folks will be there. Yes. Right. So, however that dynamic is, just...
0: It's not my mom... Um, Actually, (laughs) for the first time, Uh, I drank in front of my mom, and I think the only reason I had the courage to do it is because my brother was there, and we just, like, messing with my mom a little bit when uh, they came out here in the summer, in August, right before I got fired. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> i just go ahead and bring that up again. Whatever it's said goodbye to my family, I got fired at work. Um, the best. Yeah, so I, I think that was literally my first day back was my last day. Yeah, okay. And that's what you guys told me. Um, well, sorry about that. <laughs> you don't care. There, there's
3: a silver lining to everything. Yeah, car, silver lining, yeah, whatever.
0: Whatever. Yeah, whatever, Um But yeah, it was so funny because we were there at the hotel. I was looking, and I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to do it. Three, two, one, like a band-aid. I'll do a tequila sunrise. Oh. They're like water. I'll get a nice tea with lemon, all yeah. sugar. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> don't be so boring. Like, really? so demanding. Like, yeah. <laughs> seriously. Like,
2: tequila
0: sauce. Okay. that's funny. And my mom just kind of like shot over. I'm like, what are you going to do? What are you going to say? Yeah. What are you going to say? Nothing now. Look, look at this piece of plastic. It's legit. 21, yeah. baby. There you go. 21, baby. Feels good, huh? Oh, it felt great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was great. But um, yeah, I, I don't want to get too quick cr- because I, I want to enjoy myself. I, right. I don't want to feel sick. I don't want to ruin what's going to be a good time. No. Cause, you don't want to be that guy. Yeah want to be that guy you don't want to be a uh we, we know we've experienced one yes yes absolutely together. uh-huh 100 yes. um let's kind of talk about what's going on in the present here cool um but before we move on from la yeah what, what where all were you guys filming what all were you guys doing because it looked like the place that you guys were staying like all the stories and pictures i saw He's like nice. outside the wedding it looked so awesome Super nice yeah yeah we
3: uh we did the first half in la Beautiful. We stayed at an Airbnb in the hills, which was oh, yeah, really, really nice. The, it's the, gorgeous. The views were absolutely insane, right? So, um, first half there, then the second half, San Diego, classic San Diego. Right. Uh, we we enjoyed ourselves a really? lot of that trip. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is good Like compared to a normal trip where we just like kind of get in, film, yep. get out. Yes. Um, which is really nice. I'm trying to remember specifics here. Though. I guess we enjoyed ourselves a little bit too much because I'm not really recalling. But... Um, yeah, we went out quite a bit on, like, Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. Ended up at a weird, like, not quite strip club, but, like, almost strip club. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, one right. of those, I think it was called, like, Jokers? That um, sounds
0: like an. Um, yeah. a curious strip club. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Where they don't, like, take anything off, yeah. per se, but they're, like, in bikinis Yeah. doing weird stuff. They have, like, these huge boots on, and they would, like, slap the boots on the ground just making the loudest Interesting. noise. Yeah, it was... It was it was, yeah, yeah, it was interesting. And then San Diego, we were going to go out, but then it ended up raining a ton mm, at yeah. night only. Right, So it, course. like, just stopped us from doing anything, so we didn't right. even go out. But, yeah, it was a fun trip.
0: That's yeah, awesome. Trip. Yeah, I'm always mesmerized by, obviously, the views, but the sunsets there. Uh, I remember being in LA nuts. for the first time on Hollywood Boulevard, mm-hmm. and just looking up and seeing the sunset, I'm like, oh, my God, like, this guy is purple. Yeah. Like, it's oh, yeah. insane. It is so... It's beautiful out there. You know, you see some of these scenes in, like, movies and things like that. Yeah. And then you realize, like, oh, they're they're not messing with anything there. That's just what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. like, no editing incredible. can
3: be done. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Oh, it's great.
0: Okay, let's talk about the present now. Cool. I think it's kind of funny, when I met you, and I went on that first filming trip when we went to Vegas, mm-hmm. that's like a year and a half ago now, it's that's crazy. nuts, dude. I... Uh, unreal, where's the time gone? But you were either single, or you just started talking to your current girlfriend. I remember her name mm-hmm. coming up at one point, but it's just so funny to see where you are now, yeah. because you guys like are living together, spending a ton of time together, you have a dog, you're like yeah. pretty much like <laughs> full-blown adults, and then right. now you, you were just talking to me today about you looked like you were going to move into a house and then things fell through so you're back in the apartment mm-hmm. and now you're making developments on moving into another house so like how is like all that been because it seems like you're just like like you're grown up like you oh. you know you've been working you've been on your own you know you've moved away from home obviously you're familiar with this area you went to school here yeah but like a lot of those are like a lot of big things in you know all within kind of like a year a year yes. and a half worth of time like Short. that's crazy
3: yeah it is. It's absolutely insane. Like, I, I I keep looking back on not only just a year and a half, you know, that's gone by, but yeah. just my life as a whole, and, and things definitely move quickly. Yeah. And if I give any advice to anybody, if anybody gives any care, you know, to my advice, it's just like, enjoy life every single day, you know hour by hour because it goes so quickly like i'm right. i'm 27 right now and I, I swear i was just 21 like i like
0: look yeah you were like me looking my final college semester like in the face like spring semester is, it's it's unreal it's crazy i yeah. like
3: i can literally remember like specific days where i'm just like sitting and i can see it through my eyes yeah. and it's like next thing you know i'm um, i i'm 27 i've lived in san francisco i've done you know this done that and now i live in arizona again i'm looking at buying a house and i just like where is time going and i don't want to grow up i just i don't want to
0: like stop it what are you doing literally dude like
3: it stresses me out because it's like it doesn't end you know it never ends and then it's like nothing
0: slows down
3: no it only gets faster Next thing you know, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to be 60. I'm like, yeah. this is craziness,
0: right? Yeah. I mean, 2020 is almost here. That's crazy. I think about where I was at twenty in 2010, you know, as 10 or 11-year-old, which is a huge jump to 21 within a decade, like the, the disparity between oh, yeah. what you're doing, where you're at, and, you know, how you think and just your experiences between 10 and 21 are unreal. So it's just, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. When you sit back and think about it, it gets it's actually pretty terrifying. Like yep. that's like, the it's most terrifying, very terrifying thing. <laughs> <in
3: career. laughs> yeah. And with the houses, um, so the first one, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty big proponent that everything happens for a reason. And yep. the first one fell through. I just wasn't happy with the way that the transaction was going. Right. So I pulled out of that. And then the second one, uh, like we were just discussing, looks yes. like it might be pulled from under my legs. Yeah. Um, but that's <laughs> <laughs> they. uh, I countered, what they countered back to me and they didn't like that so hey but you know you got to play hey. hardball and you know you got to ask for what you want otherwise yeah. you're never going to get it so right my yeah. life lesson yeah today.
0: and this is I, I kind of I applaud you for you know realizing because I feel like you know like you just mentioned you're 27 you're young you've never gone through the process of trying to buy a house before yeah you're probably really excited you showed me the pictures of the first place it looked great I'm like as, as a first house, I mean, that has to be, that's a dream house for some people just to have in their entire lifetime. Like sure. it, it was a beautiful place, would have been a great setup yeah. here in Arizona, but I applaud you for having the patience and sort of the maturity to be like, you know, if, the, if it's not, if I don't feel totally comfortable with the process or something here and there, uh, I imagine that it wasn't easy to pull out because you're so excited no. for, for that next thing to move in there, even though it is growing up, but you're still you're like, okay, I'm doing this. And once you get that in your head, that's like, I mean, I've never gone through anything like that. My yeah. biggest decision is once I get in my once I get in my mind, I'm gonna have cheesecake. I can't go away yeah. from it. That's been like my.
3: Uh, that's, hey, that's big, dude. That's yeah. grown up. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah,
0: man. Like, uh, I'm gonna have cheesecake, and I'm not gonna like it in the morning, or it might make me feel kind of crappy. But uh, it's in my head, and I'm doing it. And sometimes I'm not mature. Which I applaud enough to say you for no. that. Yeah.
3: And, and to make things worse, on the first house, um, I paid what's called earnest money. Okay. which is a deposit, yep. non-refundable deposit. And then I paid a um, $10,000 deposit to get new flooring material. Okay. So basically just to look at the house, yep. right, and go through stress and, and whatnot, I paid $15,000. So just to be like, yeah, actually, I'm not going to take it. But hey, you keep my $15,000 yeah. because you know what? Why not? Right? Yeah, yeah. That, that was the hardest part. Yeah. For sure. It's Jeez. like walking away from that. But, you know, everything, especially when you're making such a large investment like a house, like it, it just, it has to be the way you want it. Yeah. It just has to be.
0: Yeah. It's, I, I imagine it's right up there with uh, marriage. It's a huge decision. Oh, yeah. And you don't want to be in something that you don't want to be in, whether it's a relationship or a house. Like yeah. it's just, it's a huge decision.
3: Totally. And the nice thing is you can sell the marriage. You can't sell the
0: house. Right. Right. Exactly. You know, you can just, you know, you can go out and look at other houses. Right. And you're not going to get in trouble. No. But if you go out and text other people or make out with someone else, you're you done. can end your relationship real quick. That's what I your love life. about. That's what I love about relationships.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's why I'm always in them. Because <laughs> that's they why just, I'm always in them. It's so great.
0: <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. Oh. No.
2: Yeah.
0: And I'm single. Oh. I just think about every time I say, it, like, uh, think about that scene from The Hangover. Or yeah. uh, Alan. Zach galifianakis is talking about, yeah, that's how I managed to stay single this long. <laughs> yeah. And Elm's just like, oh really? That's why you're single? Yeah.
3: I love it. Classic movie. Classic, Classic movie. Zach galifianakis Great. Oh, guy Beautiful. Great guy.
0: Let's talk about, let's uh move to something a little bit lighter here. We've um your dog, Scout, yes. is amazing. Best guy. The world. I um I was dying I sent I sent my brother, uh it was either you or Sydney, posted on the story the um what what they call it? The colonel or whatever the, the, the oh, painting yeah. that they Oh, the yeah, painting, made yeah. Of his face in, like... He looks like George Washington getting ready it's, for, like, the war of whatever.
3: It's the phone background.
0: Oh, it's incredible. Oh, come on. I found it. I saw it somewhere on social media. I screenshotted it, and I sent it to my brother because he loves dogs. It's incredible.
3: It's the best thing in the world. It's
0: amazing. Don't worry, guys. I know I'll bad, send it bad you. radio. You guys can't see this right now, but it will go out with the podcast so you guys can see it. It's amazing. Scout, it's I was hanging out with him when I was over around Halloween time. He's amazing, and I love, what are his, now, I know we're talking about a dog, what are his recent business developments, because he's, like, rich, he's, like, got some clout
3: going on. He's got some clout. He's got almost 20,000 subscribers on YouTube. (laughs) What? Yeah, which is insane, if you think about it, he's a darn dog,
0: right? Yeah.
2: He's,
3: but, yeah, he's a better businessman than I am. Yeah. Because he doesn't, he works nonstop. Yep. He's always ready to record a video. Even when he's napping, he's working. People are
0: like, look. Stop yeah. napping. I could
3: watch this Take whole thing. Take my money. Literally. So I'm like, okay, that's amazing. Let me try to capitalize on this. Yes. Like last night, I filmed a video where I, um, I fake cried. Yeah. So uh, I just. You're good at that. Yeah, great at that. So <laughs> And real crying also. Yeah. Um, so I Very laid down crying. on the ground. I was like. <laughs> and he ran over to me and was just like licking my face and biting my ear. You put
0: it online? He loves to bite ears. Oh, my he God. went right for my ear. I'm just like, bite it off, Tyson. Yeah, I don't just care. Take it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what it should have
3: named them, Tyson. The yeah, Mike Tyson. Ears, yeah, yeah, exactly. Crazy. After the
0: fact, hindsight's 2020, 20, man. It, right? Oh, uh, always. When's the uh, Girls Gone Wild video of him just like sitting there, just hanging out with just like <laughs> hoes? Just, Im- just twerking and just like a, oh, like a rap music man, video?
3: Imagine that. Or even just like a reaction video. Yeah. It's like Scout reacts to Girls Gone Wild. Right? Yeah. Or we do Dogs Gone Wild.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. That is Whoa. a title? Yeah.
3: And then just have all these puppies just, like, doing anything? It doesn't yeah. have to be anything. Just you know? craziness.
0: Craziness. That's unbelievable. Yeah, Scout, uh, I need to come back and see him. It's been too long. Please do. Anytime. Um, but, yeah. So let's talk... Okay, so we talked about some film trips here. We talked about that Vegas one we went on. We mentioned it. Then he talked about your L.A. one. Mm-hmm. I want to know what has been the craziest film trip you've ever been on because I've heard some stories I've heard some urban legends especially during your single days you know things get a little (laughs) bit crazy a little bit wild Um, yeah so what's been the craziest film trip you've been on like where was it uh what happened who are you with just like totally paint the picture for us here
3: so I think um one of the most fun trips let's go with that and I'll leave out just for some discretion, I'll leave out nitty-gritty yes. details. Absolutely. We can discuss off podcast yeah. But um, there was a trip that myself, Dawson, and Cameron Alford yep. went on. Yes. And we were in West Virginia. Oh yeah. And did uh, did Daws talk about this trip? No, but or I have just, I told you about this but trip? I
0: just heard like anytime it gets mentioned crazy stories, it always seems like you guys yes. are at WBU. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
3: Great place, but Which, the I, way. Ma- I mean, I
0: heard it's a, an awesome place. Amazing. Yeah.
3: Amazing. I promise you we will go there. I want to go bad. Yeah. Badly. Interviews there would be amazing. Unreal. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's one night in particular, i uh, <laughs> trying to think. So we, we were like... We had done the hangover prank. Did you see that on Dawson's channel? Was
0: that the one where you got, like, he was in the chicken suit or whatever? Yes, and you guys and were on I, the mattress yes. just, like, drunk, like, oh, what happened yeah, last night? exactly. you guys had Sharpie drawing. Yes, it's yes. terrific. So we'll put a link. I know we're, everyone's like, what are they talking about? I can't yeah. see anything. Don't worry. Calm down. It'll be okay. Don't stress. It's okay. Okay. Yes, <laughs> um, go for
3: it. So we had filmed that prank and it gone really, really well. So, like, the whole, like, everything was weird, right? We kept oh, getting yeah. the cops called on us because we were like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's in the video. So yeah. we kept getting the cops. And then the cops ended up, like, knowing who Dawson was. Perfect. So they were like, oh, yeah, I'll just call back to the station and tell them Big Dawson TV's is doing, <laughs> like, no biggie whatsoever. So we're like, okay, this is amazing. And that's actually where the idea for Prankland came yeah. into play where we were like wait a minute super
0: funny video
3: right like wouldn't it be funny if you know pranks essentially ruled the government like ruled the cops whatever yeah. but anyway so that video had gone really really well so we we're like okay let's you know celebrate for lack of a better term we were going to go out anyway yep. so we um we end up going out and when we were driving in our uber to the bars the Uber driver was like a young kid, and we were just like, you want to just go out with us? Heck
0: yeah. <laughs> and That's it was such like, a move. I've heard, oh, yeah. I've heard stories about that, and I've never heard it gone, like, bad. Like, yo, you just want to, like, come in with us? Yeah. And, like, it ends up being, like, the coolest thing ever.
3: Oh, it was amazing. And the kid was super cool, and nice. he's like, all right, yeah, let me go park my car, okay? I'm like, okay, cool kid ended up getting like blacked out right like way too drunk yep. and like we lost him or whatever happened right but we kept going and we kept meeting like more and more people so the crew kept getting like bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger that's
0: a, I, sorry i don't mean to cut you no, off again, no. but that's my favorite thing uh, that's uh that's come from trips we meet cool people whether we're out interviewing or you prank them or yeah. they notice us and they end up just being like super cool and we hang out with them in a casino or meet them up yeah. at you know in a um, you know, well, that's Vegas. You know, specifically. Right, right. You know, we run into them at a club or whatever. Like, that's been that's been the coolest thing ever. I've met like yeah. some cool people. You connect with them on social media, and you kind of stay in touch. And when you go back, you have you know people Friends. there. <laughs> yeah, it's, right. It's cool.
3: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And um, so the crew kept getting bigger and bigger, and we kept getting drunker and drunker. And then we're like hopping from like fraternity house to fraternity house, oh, that's and the like best. you know, everybody's just like shotgunning beers and like you know, just getting <laughs> <laughs> drunker yeah. and drunker. Um, Freshman year all over again. And I feel like I'm going to blue balls everybody on this podcast, and I apologize. But, Joseph, I'll have to tell you yeah. the, the nitty-gritty after. If yes. I haven't already, I may have. I think I have an idea. Yeah, I think I, I've told you. But long story short, um, some uh, – how do I, <laughs> how do I yeah. phrase this? Yeah. <laughs> right. It all comes back. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, yeah, so let's leave it at that. It just yeah. ended up getting a little right. too fleeky, let's yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. But that was definitely one of the most fun, I'd say, yeah. and um, probably the wildest. Now, speaking of, speaking of, and, you know, feel free to uh, kind of defer if, if...
0: To blue ball the podcast. Right, to blue ball put, the podcast. To blue ball the uh, viewers and listeners, as you put it, yeah. We had a great time on that Miami trip, speaking of. Oh, yeah, of. yeah, Mexico. And,
3: oh, Ma- yeah, oh. And, yeah. and, oh. and, and, and
0: Vegas. <laughs> oh, buddy, that's... That's,
3: that's great oh boy uh, inside joke that will forever be my favorite inside joke incredible I wish we could share that but, yeah you know. I wish
0: we could but you know there's parents out there and yeah. you know, I'd like oh, yeah. to have a job one day yes of course yeah, Yes, you never know I, and I, I want run, that for I you. could run for president yes I won't but I could you could once I'm and I, would, five. I would support
3: you thank you Yep, yeah. I'm you. almost there yeah. Eight years, and I'm, I'm running.
0: <laughs> and you're running. I'll be your That's campaign right. manager. Yes. I, all the videos come out. On the yeah, screen. right. Whatever. We yeah. knew they were out there. We put them out there. We, we, we dropped them. You, you know what you have to do? You know what people are going to have to adopt? Like, if I was a campaign manager, as time goes on, and people who grew up in the social media age are eventually running for, and there's stupid stuff of them out there, oh, and yeah. they're running for president, I'm just going to show them 8 Mile and be like, you have to be like Eminem and just be like, yeah, I did send... A naked photo yeah like you, you just say everything that they're about to say and be like whatever yeah, i own up do to it. it yeah yeah whatever 200%. and i do live in a trailer with my mom yeah. and my boy future is an uncle tom say
3: something yeah yeah
0: what are you gonna say you have nothing to say now i literally just told everyone what you're gonna say bring it on i think more people would respect that
3: i agree yeah. You know what we need? Well, what do we need? We need our own Cheddar Bob. Yes, we do. <laughs> that, That's what we need. Nice little Cheddar give gun, cause cause he, don't give him a gun. don't give him a gun. Because he
0: will about shoot his privates off. <laughs>
3: that's right. But as that's, as that's what we goes. need.
0: Yeah. Yes. That's what we need. I feel like Kid Febreze would be a strong kid. <laughs> <laughs> kid <laughs> that's
3: kid so bob. true. Kid Cheddar. Kid Cheddar. I'll take it. Get in here,
0: Kid Cheddar. <laughs> that's amazing. Um,
3: but that's so true, like, we're running for president. It's like, did you know that Stephen Shapiro and Joseph Vore were in Mexico in 2018 or 19, whatever it was? Yep. It was like, yeah. It's like, yep. Yes, we were. And, and this is what we did. they say me up
0: on the debate stage, and I just look at them and go...
3: <laughs> yeah. And they all know somehow what we're talking about. And the it's crowd like, just yeah.
0: loses it. The
3: whole crowd's like...
0: I just looked at a crowd like a conductor, <laughs> yeah. and they're my orchestra, and I just start... Ready. And we all just do it in unison, and the mediator's just like... What just happened? Yes, everyone just loses their minds.
3: I need to make that happen for your 22nd birthday. I need, I need to get a flash mob of like 100 people yeah. to just meet you. I would love just, that. I would love that.
0: I'll just like, we'll f- I'll find a balcony, and I'll just be standing down there. <laughs> like, good morning, people! <laughs> That'd be beautiful. Just like on the hour. Just You know like how the clock, yeah, like oh, things, yeah. when it's on the top of the hour... If we could just, like, make that happen, oh. we could... That would be great, uh, I'll just make it for a day. I'll you, I know you will. It's I a gift you for though. you, but it's also a gift for me. It's a gift for everyone. Yes. And then we will make money off of it on YouTube. Yes. So A, we gift, on a
3: gift for society.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, and it pays the bills. That's right. Um, so what would be a campus... So would WVU be the number one, like, the place that you want to go back?
3: Mm. Um, that you want to revisit? Yes and no. We filmed there three times, so... It's, that, that
0: gets to be a lot.
3: It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, excuse me. San Diego, we filmed that a lot, too. Are you asking what my favorite campus is or, like, where I want yeah, to go back? Yeah,
0: I'm just saying, like, you can say what your favorite campus is. Like, okay, we already talked about kind of the crazy stories. Seems like WVU is that. But what's a campus maybe that you enjoyed, but maybe you have only been to once or twice that you would like to go back to? And then I want to ask you a place uh, that you really want to visit that you haven't been yet.
3: Okay. Um, University of Tennessee-Knoxville, Beautiful campus. Yeah. Beautiful Tennessee's campus. Nice awesome. people. It really is. It really is. I'd never been until early this year, and now we've been twice. We've been twice Sweet. this year. Sweet. Um, really cool spot, and then a place that I'd want to go. Um, I really want to go to either Idaho or Utah.
0: I don't know why. I was just in Park City. Right. Over
2: fall Beautiful, break. Right.
0: I went by myself. It was an amazing trip. I when I I was like so sad to leave. Like I oh, fell I bet. in love. With Utah, because, like, every day I just wake up. I have, like, some podcasting, some other other things to do. I even took, like, one of my finals there. just nice. to, like, Knock it out, right? Oh, yeah. Um, but then I would just go out. There were so many. I got this app. It's called All Trails, nice. which tells you, like, where all the hiking spots are and mm-hmm. how to get there. It was aw- so awesome. And they were literally, all of them where I stayed, it was perfect because across the street was a grocery store. I'd get all my food there and then down and then just out to the right of my apartment, like, less than a mile and the weather was nice, so I walked. It was, like, the downtown area with all the bars and restaurants. But then everywhere around me were just different hiking trails. And it was amazing. And just being able to, like, just, just like, walk around and just hearing, like, the silence, like, getting out of Tempe and the kind of the whole city life, like, it was amazing. And I imagine Salt Lake is pretty cool. That's where the University oh, yeah. of Utah is. And I don't know... Um, like BYU would be interesting I don't I don't I doubt I don't think it's to not going to be crazy at, yeah, up there. I, I don't know yeah. I that really wouldn't work but uh but Utah yeah. is beautiful and I think uh, uh University of Utah I don't know kind of where their campus sits or how that setup is yeah. you never really know until you get there Right. I guess um
3: I think Andrew oh. Hales is pranked at University oh, really? of Utah yeah yeah so I, cool. I remember seeing something like that But it's a
0: beautiful area even yeah. if you don't go to film there I Cannot recommend you to Utah enough. I want to go back, like, every day. Yeah. It's, it's amazing.
3: I always said that when I retire, it'll be somewhere like Utah. So just Get, like, a big chunk of land and yep. just be happy. You know what I mean? It's gorgeous. Get away from everything, everyone, and just yeah. be happy.
0: Yeah. But that's sorry. awesome. Yeah, sorry. I just went off on a little story. No, there. that's okay. Like, so where, where's one place do you think that you want, want to go that you haven't been yet to film To at? film them? Yep.
3: Um, so... Are we talking only continental U.S.? Can be anywhere. Anywhere, dude. I would love to go film in Japan. Really? Yeah, oh yeah.
0: What's what's the draw? What why is that?
3: I think their culture is insane. Yeah. Like, awesome. Really, really cool. And everybody who I've seen who has gone there has like basically they're very innovative right so like it seems like they're generations ahead with like a lot of the technologies that we have but just like make them more efficient and better and i I think that's so cool yeah but um i'd be a little afraid to film there per se just because i you know i want to be culturally sensitive and it our cultures are entirely different right right? you know i wouldn't want to insult anybody or like do anything but i think it'd be really cool like scenery wise
0: yeah
3: to go film in japan i think it'd be amazing and i I love sushi and i
0: think oh yeah, Got I it. think interviews would be cool there too, and we could really dive into some different topics from what we do. Because you kind of talked about you know being sensitive and cautious to their cultures because it's different. You don't know how people are going to perceive it, right. or uh, you know how they're going to react to it. But I think it'd be really cool to ask some like really interesting questions, almost specific to their culture, and you know learn you know what do you guys think about you know us in the United States. You know, oh, yeah. what what do you think you know could be done better and things like that. I think you get some like. Really great stuff, and you could try an infinite amount of things—things things that are more serious, but also comedic as well.
3: Hundred percent. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. That'd so,
0: be really, really cool.
3: I'm on a. I'm on the Hopper app right now. You want me to just book it?
0: Yeah, let's do it. Yeah,
3: okay, let's. cool. Done. And and we're going.
0: And by and there it is. Japan. We just did it. Japan. We did it. We will will not share that because we do not want to share a confirmation. confirmation That's right. But trust us. Trust us. Um, So I always, I ask a lot of people this question who come on, and I love asking it. It seems like everyone who ends up doing things like that you're doing, you know, videos, being on camera, whether it's YouTube or or acting or broadcasting, right, When, when they're growing up or there's some point in their life where they see someone on stage, someone um, on the internet on YouTube see someone on screen whether it's TV or film and they kind of have that moment and, and I think especially when you're younger, you're like wait Like that's a job like people do that for mm-hmm. a living they get paid for that like that can be like your way of life Like that's so cool or if people think hey, I'd like to try that or I can do that That would be really cool. Yeah, like kind of your whole inspiration kind of from where you've gone was there any one growing up that really inspired you or was there a moment where you're like, you know, that'd be cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this a try. Was there any sort of thing growing up or in your, in your life, whether it's a person, a a show, a situation?
3: Yeah, no. Um, (laughs) So when you look at my age, right, like YouTube's only been around for like eight, nine years, right? right? So I wasn't a kid when YouTube was coming up and like people started making money on YouTube. I I was a full grown, you know, adult. So I've always been messing with people. So on the weekends what we would do is we would go to the mall right every yeah. single Friday and Saturday we go to the mall me and a bunch of my friends and we just go mess with people like that's it and it's like I wish I had started filming it yeah and then was able to put it on YouTube yep. when I was you know when YouTube first started because I'd be like I don't even know like David You'd be patient zero for right the whole thing yeah like, right.
0: like everyone looks up to like oh you know you know we're kind of in this space right now but like Steven Shapiro like paved the way for exactly him. like you,
3: you'd be like a pioneer that's right I'd be like Casey Neistat yeah PewDiePie style yeah so um yeah I, I think something that I've tried to do at least is not really try to emulate anybody not try to like copy anybody but to just be myself right which is why a lot of the pranks on my personal YouTube channel are like the weird ones that you've yeah. never seen before right yeah and I think that's so cool to be able to do that sure like I see other people making money and it's like I should probably do it this way or should try to do it this way so yeah. I can make that happen. But I don't think there was ever like a moment where I was like, I wanna be this person, I wanna be just like this person. Yeah. You know, anything like right. that. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Would uh would you say you're living dream job right now or 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 is there something bigger in my like do you have a bigger ultimate goal? Like obviously you want to continue to grow and yeah. continue to innovate and you know, do different things, like that's that's a given. You're you're motivated, you're driven like that, but you know, is this, like, your ultimate goal, just, you know, doing YouTube, doing pranks, you know, trying to make your way into other spaces, you know, different different um, elements to your videos, but just continuing to grow it, like, are you saying, like, yeah, this is pretty much all I want to do, I just want to continue to grow this uh, thing that I've built?
3: Yeah, I, um, obviously, yes, want to continue to grow and, you know, kind of become this, like, social media powerhouse, yep. right, not only just with myself, but with Daily Dropout, and just, like, yes. grow all the brands upwards up and to the right but um pranks per se um no I, I definitely don't want to stay in pranks for much longer I, I think doing the pranks is great because it's, it almost acts like a like it's my real right yeah so like people can see my acting style yep. and you know my ability to kind of change characters and yep. do things like that because it's tiring you know yeah. you're doing these pranks and it's almost like you're not yourself. So yeah. for, you know, however many days out of the week I'm not myself and it becomes mentally exhausting. Yeah. So if I could move into like it kind of sounds like contradicting to say if I could move into acting, like yeah. a bigger scale acting, like movie type stuff that yeah. would be sick. But um yeah, just getting away from pranks, I think are, are yeah. gonna be yeah. gonna be kind of crucial for my growth right. and mental stability, but yeah. not anytime soon. Right. Yeah.
0: I, I kind of it's an interesting point how you bring up how it kind of gets exhausting and and it kind of becomes probably you know routine and mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you know you're just doing it and then you can like snap out of it for a second like oh like I was just being like super weird there for a right. second you don't yeah. even realize it I've heard stories about people who especially do uh, plays like big Broadway plays because they're on them for so long and they're yeah. doing like six, like, five, six, seven shows a week, and, uh, I forget which one it was, it was either Hamilton, I was listening to an interview, they were either on Hamilton or Book of Mormon or something mm-hmm. like that, and he was just talking about, uh, he wasn't doing it anymore, he had gone in because he was getting offers and things like that for, uh, TV and obviously other roles because it was such a big play, right. um, and he was talking about how, you know, he was, I, I knew it was the time to move away because I remember... It was the end of the show, and you know it's you know the curtain call or whatever they call where they you know get applause and they all go out there and bow after everything's done, and he's just like I just don't remember doing the show at all. Like I like it, it just becomes so routine at that point. You know I knew the timing of it, I knew where to get the laughs, and it became it was just doing you know a routine, doing an impression of myself every single night. It wasn't like new, and I wasn't in a different creative space. I just became so comfortable with being this person on stage that it was just. You know like looking at the back of your hand you just do right. it so well and yeah I, I can imagine after you've done it for a while you really want to to venture out into into something different just right. from you know just for a mental just for your like mental health
3: yeah 100 percent 100 it just it gets old you know but i think anything gets old right and i for think sure. also like i'm fortunate in the sense that youtube kind of gives you an opportunity to be creative yep in, in your own capacity right but also there's the mental struggle of like okay I can be creative and do what I want to do but my audience isn't going to enjoy it and not going to yeah. watch and then it's like yeah. okay
0: And then when um, it's your living it's a, it's a big deal you're you're in a predicament there it's just total. like well I got to pay the bills I got to put you know food on the table I want to buy yeah, this house sell. like
3: well, which is the craziest thing in my opinion is that these videos make my living it makes yeah. my money my, you know like that's how I can afford this house how i can afford the food that i eat yep. you know my daily activities my car i got a new car this year like yeah anything right and so it's like these that becomes an even bigger mental struggle because it's like oh man i really want to stop and then you know normal people normal lives it's like i want to stop doing this so i do and i'm done with this job i want to find a new one it's like i need to continue to do what works because that's what you know that's yeah. my foundation that's my base right so it's yeah it's scary
0: you spot, uh, spoke about you know making a, your living off of YouTube. Do you remember the first time you made money off of YouTube <laughs> and how much it was for?
3: Yeah, um, so I, th- it was my honest vlogger video. You ever Those are hilarious. Have you seen that? Yeah. The very first one. Is the first video that made money for me.
0: I can still like like when I was getting ready for my audition, I Uh, was like watching daily dropout videos and your videos and things like that. Yeah. And I was watching those like crapping up, crapping (laughs) up, like you and Dawson, like, yo, my dad just caught me like hooking up with my brother, and like (laughs) or you (laughs) had one where um, oh my gosh, it was so funny. You had like anger management. Yo, like, uh, so some of you guys think I have anger management, and you just, you're just like, what? I think you're fucking wrong. Yeah. All right, let me know what you guys think. Yeah, Let's yeah. You're just yeah like but super thanks for watching. Forward. Yeah, yeah. Two yeah. next time. Subscribe. <laughs> so good. Uh, so Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, of course.
3: But yeah, I remember that being the first one to, like actually make me money, and I, I think it made something like twenty six dollars. But yeah. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. It's because yeah. I just went outside, and I talked to a camera, kind of, and yeah. like, you know, it took me three hours or like whatever. Yeah. Go home, I edit it, put it up online, and it's making money. I'm like, well, what? That's yeah. crazy. Like, how does that work? Yeah. And then you look back on it, it's like twenty-six dollars, great. Go get Chipotle twice. But yeah. you know, it's <laughs> like still that's that's yeah. amazing. Like when you can do something that you love to do and it makes money, yep. Best thing ever.
0: It's incredible. So you kinda spoke about going on to acting and things like that. We've mm-hmm. been waiting to have this conversation forever, saving it for the podcast. That's right. It's come up so many times we're like, no, we gotta cut this off, <laughs> we have to save it for the podcast. So, it, it, first off, it landed you in a huge commercial. It was mm-hmm. playing on TNT during the NBA playoffs last year, which was yep. really cool because I love the NBA, so I was seeing your face and you know, studying your mustache all the That's time. Right. Speaking of which, your guy, one of the guys you filmed with, John Morant, mm-hmm. he's, at least in my book, and I think everyone's book right now, he's the leading candidate for Rookie of the Year this year. Yeah. He's been playing really well for the Grizzlies, which is really cool. You filmed with him. What was that experience like, and what was it like? Getting a call that like, hey, you know, we're from what was it, T-Mobile, AT&T, uh, AT&T, AT&T. And Bleacher Report. Okay, yeah, AT&T Bleacher Report going on on TNT during the playoffs. Um, you know, what was it like getting that call? You're like, wait, what? You guys want me to do this? And I'm doing I'm a basketball do thing, what? and you're like, wait, yeah. like, am I being punked? Like, where's that? Is yeah. is this it's a like, skit? No way. It's like, it's like, oh yeah, dude, I'd love to do that commercial. I'll be like, hey man, thanks for just punk video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, is it cool if you sign for the video? <laughs> like, no, no, no. <laughs> Please, this was kind of life changing. No. Right. Yeah, but what was that like?
3: it was crazy man like honestly it all started with an email
2: yep
3: and it was something like the subject of the email was like AT&T big X bleacher report uh, commercial opportunity yeah so I was like hmm okay maybe this is spam yeah like I'm not sure about this so I opened up the email and it was like
0: Laura Laura's peeking in Laura what are you doing what What? are you doing Laura
3: she looks like a highlighter no we're
0: on we're on the mic Come uh, in. Oh no. Oh no. Laura's dropping in. Oh no. Hi, Laura. Fuck right in the post- oh, oh, look at this! What are you? One of the drunk people I talk to. I hear that every weekend, and I come into the office when the when when the when it is light out and there's sunlight, where well, I think I'm in a safe space, and you yell the same crap all the drunk okay, people fine. do. Okay, fine. Let me give this you This is a
1: clean out. podcast.
0: Sorry, then scratch that. Oh, ASMR. Mm. Oh my God! Get out of here, Laura. <laughs> That's what Children you get. listen to this. That's
3: what you get for inviting Laura That's what I'm That's what you apply, get for inviting
0: me. Yeah. yeah. All right. Bye, Laura.
3: Um, so I opened that email. Yep. And it was like, "Hey, Stephen. My name's you know so and so. Not to not to say the name, but my name's so and so. Contacting you from Bleacher Report." Uh, we have a collaboration with AT&T during the NBA Finals to create a commercial. We're big fans of your YouTube channel. Are you interested in collaborating? Yeah. And so at first I thought, okay, they're just going to ask me to make a video for them, you know, for my YouTube channel. So I say, yeah, absolutely. Like, go ahead. Yeah, you can call me at this number. And so we have a go to meeting, And um, it was over Skype. So it was all like, you know, I could see their face and whatever. So I, I was kind of expecting it to be like me and, and the guy who wrote me the email. Yeah. No. It was me, the guy who wrote me the email, the producer, the executive producer, like all these people in the room, and then just me and i Yeah, I'm there's just,
0: like <laughs> some conference room and you're just probably like chilling. Oh, in the I was room. in my bed. Yeah.
3: I was in my bed, yeah. Cause like at first I thought it was gonna be a Skype voice call. I didn't even know yeah. it was gonna be a video call, right? right. And then I see it like boop, 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 boop,
0: boop, and you can see like a right? big, yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. and I'm like, okay. So it's a video call. So I answer the video call and we're talking, and they're like, Yeah, so you know, we love your YouTube channel, we think you know, this would be a perfect opportunity for you. Um, and what I'd like to do is have you come out and film a commercial with um, Dennis Smith Jr. Yep. And uh, a second player who we're, you know, still figuring out who it would be. Uh, But we'd fly you to New York. Obviously, we pay for everything, you know. all Set you up. Set you up. Yep. And film this commercial. I'm like... (laughs) Whoa! Like, TV commercial? Yeah. Yeah, it would be airing during the NBA finals. On TV? Yeah. Well, that's just something.
0: Do I get that channel? Yeah.
3: (laughs) And so... That was, like, kind of the first thing. And still while it was happening, I was like, this is still just doesn't feel right. Like, something's going to fall through or, yeah. you know, it's not going to be right. Yeah. So I end up going and I, I was just like, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to try it. Like, yeah. hey, um, I don't have a manager to bring with me, but is it all right if I bring my girlfriend?
0: Yeah.
3: No worries, yeah. Did they
0: give you a plus, like, they said you could bring someone? Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. So bring her, you know, pay for the hotel room, pay for the travel, pay for the Incredible. food. Pay for, I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah. So I get to the shoot location, right? And it's, like, in New York, on, like, on top of an apartment building, there's yeah. a basketball court. I
0: remember seeing your stories about it. It looks yeah. so cool. I so love cool. the
3: setup with it. Yeah. And so, you know, they have... Um, like the assistants who were like bringing us food and it's like can I get you anything gummy bears like whatever isn't that crazy what
0: I heard a story um I'm sorry I keep cutting you off but these stories keep popping in my head uh when Justin Bieber was either hosting SNL I don't know if he ever hosted SNL but he's definitely been a musical guest and like his first time um what like people Bill Hader was talking about how difficult it was yeah because he was literally on set and, like, everywhere they turned back around, there was just a guy, one, one like, big guy, right, yeah. rolling just around with a Diet Coke, and there was another big guy <laughs> who was basically his twin fault, like, just with a slice of pizza. Crazy. Like, just the whole time. Like, Crazy. He was, like, the fact that those things are real. Yeah. It's just like, what? Oh, it's nuts. It's insane.
3: It's nuts. And, um, yeah, so, like, literally they would ask me, hey, can I get you, like, any specific types of candy, or, like, can I give I'm like, uh, just a you know, the water that you already have is completely yeah. fine for me. Like, all yeah, don't, the hose, yeah like, don't, don't trip, don't trip. And so we start filming this thing, and, like, they have, you know, huge cameras yeah. and, you know, lights and all this. And I'm like, this is pretty cool. I could, I could get used to this. Like, yeah. this is nice. So we wrapped that up, and I was like, wow, that was just absolutely nuts. Like, good on them you know thank you for that opportunity yeah go back home and then a few months later we do the second shoot and they tell me it's with John Moran who wasn't in the league at the time right he was, he was um it was before about, the draft right
0: he had he had come out of a college in right the draft
3: and so that was in Florida cool. so the first one was in New York second one was in Florida and uh I do that whole thing that one was at uh some academy where like a lot of really big players IMG maybe. yeah IMG yeah. um uh, yeah. in Florida. And so that one was really cool. He was awesome. Like, honestly. Yeah, you said you loved him. He was great. Super, super cool dude. Super nice, down to earth. Like, obviously, he's not in the league yet, so he's not going to be. But he still could have been kind of egotistical. Yeah, because he
0: was from a small school. He went to Murray State. Right. That's not a powerhouse that just, they're not like North Carolina and Duke where every year they have one and done just popping out, you know, top ten draft picks. So, yeah, no, I've always liked him. I've followed him on Twitter and followed him for a long time, um, you know, when he was still in school. And i've always when you told me those things i wasn't surprised i was like yeah. really just happy to confirm it because yeah. you always seemed like a great guy
3: yeah 100 and um his manager who i think was his uncle
2: uh-huh.
3: um was there and like they were doing some interviews of john morant at first and so i was just sitting with his uncle his uncle's like so so why are you the one doing this and i was like uh i make you know funny videos on online and you know, given the scenario and what we're going to be doing, they thought it would be a good fit. Yeah. He's like, let me see your video. And so Jaw is, like, getting interviewed, right? And right. he's maybe, like, five feet away from me. And uh, I-, I type in my channel to his uncle's phone. He starts watching. They're interviewing him, and his uncle's like,
2: ha, 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 Yeah, loud. dude. <laughs>
3: a- everyone's looking over at us like, uh, are you kidding me? Like, uh, sh- Quiet on you- the set. Yeah, literally. And I was, like, trying to just... Kind of get away and just be like, oh gosh, don't look at me. Like this is don't crazy. Fire right. me. Yeah, is, I love this. <laughs> like, Please don't. I don't fire know me. him at yeah. all. he's just watching my videos. So that was pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, man, the the experience was amazing. That's great. It was super super cool.
0: So and then you told me that you filmed a pilot episode for a potential series. Yep. Yeah. So where did you film that? What was it about? Like, t- tell me everything that you can tell me about it tell me about it because we talked about it before but we never dove into it because we were right like I said saving it for this so I want to I want to know everything how it was you know what you were what you were doing because it, it just sounded awesome I was excited
3: definitely um I'll tell you as much as I can without violating the NDA yes and then uh you know yeah. but um wink 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 um so yeah it's a it's a series which is being looked at by Amazon cool um and so, again, got contacted through the YouTube channel, and they flew me out. It was also filmed in Florida. Yeah. And this was, like, filmed in, like, ding, 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 yeah, ding, ding, Florida. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, like. It wasn't for me.
0: You had to go on, like, one of those swamp, like, things with the it, big fans. It, the right. Yeah. Welcome to the me. set. Yeah. <laughs> Spit out their tobacco. Yeah.
3: And their uh, spittoon. Yes. <laughs> um Yeah. That was really, really interesting. And the whole premise of the show is about, it's a superhero show interesting and um the villain Florida man Man. yeah literally that's (laughs) the next show yeah we Uh, should
0: write that I agree cut that out of the podcast that's our idea yeah
3: and um yeah basically the whole premise is like the villain is (laughs) uh like you get afflicted by the curse by inhaling a fart
0: wow is this like yeah. Squidbillies with like real. Have you ever seen that show? Is this I've part, heard of it. It's like this it. cartoon hillbilly show. This kind of sounds like the uh, the uh, they, they're bringing it to life. It's the, yeah, it it's the real. Be. It's the real action Squidbillies. Yeah,
3: it, it very well might be, but um, yeah, and I played uh, a character who uh, <laughs> I got I got the curse. uh Oh. Yeah, I got the curse. Yeah, farted off. And I um, essentially played a character where. Um, I I just don't want to say too much just because it hasn't been released and I I don't yeah. want it to come back to bite me in the butt here. Right. But uh, yeah, let's let's stay with that. I, I got afflicted by the curse, and so you'll have to wait and see if
2: Can't
0: wait. the
3: curse gets you know
0: yeah.
3: fixed or whatever. And then I just got um, contacted by a potential CBS production cool. for a sitcom that's very similar to It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Nice. So, I have been mean, works with them. I just got the script, and I'm going over it and seeing if it's something that I'm interested in and yeah. kind of going from there. But, yeah, just to even get these opportunities is crazy, right. man.
0: Yeah. So, Ed, you kind of mentioned you'd like to transition more towards that. So, if you were to be on a, you know, a film set for several weeks, or, you know, you're, you have to spend, you know, nine months filming a season for a TV show or whatever it may be, you have no problem, like, putting youtube on hold making your sign-off video i'm going to do this and i'll be back when i'm back
3: that's right yeah 100 percent. yeah And i think it also opens up new opportunities to for film sure. like yeah. content while you're there because yeah i think maybe people would be interested in seeing behind the scenes like yeah. set stuff right so show what you
0: can show i always imagine like being on there would be like a treat like for a podcast too oh, you know yeah. you can set it up in your trailer we you know whatever your situation is and you can have You know, oh, you're not filming or you got a break right now? Can you become like, you know, one of your co stars or whoever it may be, or, you know, develop a good relationship with some of the writers or directors? It'd be, it'd just be a a hotbed for great behind the scenes, you know, content, you know, just talking to them, you know, what it's it's like the day to day, because I know that stuff I'm super interested in, like hearing about, there's definitely a huge market for it. So I think it would be, uh, It'd be really, really cool, and you know, people are fans of you. You know, they like what you do, but they're they really like Steven. So I feel like you know, for the most part, whatever Steven does, you know, I'm speaking as you know, if I was, you know, one of your like diehard like loyal viewers or whatever, like they're gonna be interested in what you have to say and you know what totally. you're what you're doing.
3: Totally, hundred percent. So hey, if you're listening out there and you have any movies, let me know. That's yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Contact me. That's right. Yeah. That's it.
3: Contact my agent, Just let Joseph. You know.
0: Yeah, and I'm right here. I'm. Uh, if you want to write um, the story about Stephen running for president in the social media age, with all these crazy things out there, and me as his campaign manager, um, if you don't write it, we will. So that's right. The ball's in your court.
3: I agree. Yes. Love that.
0: Love it. That deserves one of those. Oh, so yes. you almost didn't do YouTube. That's not what you started out doing originally. No out of yeah. school, right, first job was at Yelp, San Francisco, so how was that, you're in San Francisco, like the most expensive place to live in the entire country, Oof. right up there, I mean, it's LA, New York, San Francisco, San Francisco might actually, it's probably one, it is number one, yeah, yeah. Um, so what was that like, because you start off, you're, you know, bottom of the food chain, mm-hmm. you know, new new city, you're working for Yelp, you know, what was that like, and you know, kind of take us through the, the little, the road map here, you know, you're at Yelp, Start doing some videos there. Tell us about your first video because I know it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um,
3: need to redo it. Yes, too.
0: definitely yeah. need to redo it. Do it uh, instead of San Francisco where people don't care about that, yeah. maybe you do it like in Fort Worth or something. Yeah, like, yeah Texas. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, just trying to take us through like Yelp, being in San Francisco, what you were doing there, started doing videos, and then you moved back to Arizona, yep. and then some other things happened, and now you're here. Kind of tell us that story.
3: Yeah, so um, went to college. Uh, you know, did the whole four-year degree and then moved on. I did my MBA, but I, would, I started working at Yelp, you know, entry-level position at Yelp when I started, and um, it's, the mo- like you said, it's the most expensive city in the U.S., right? And I'm sitting there making, I think, like $32,000 a year yeah. in the most expensive city in, in the U.S., right? right? right. which Gets you nowhere. No. Absolutely nowhere. And California taxes. like oh, yeah. On the income. It, yeah. You, I'm bringing
0: you, about in eight grand a year. Yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah well, like, I believe it.
3: Actually, legitimately. So when I first started, I was living on my brother's floor. So that was really interesting. And i was still paying him to live on his floor. Like an air mattress, everything. Excuse me. So I have this air mattress and I'm, you know, working, working. Fortunately, I was good at my job. And I was able to work up and up and up. And I, I held a lot of different positions at Yelp. Um, and obviously with that comes higher pay. so I started living very comfortably in, yeah. in San Francisco and it's a great city it really is like yeah, really interesting. yeah you never been never been. okay let's let's add that to the list because um, it's yeah super super interesting, super pretty but also super messed up like yeah a lot of a lot of problems there but for sure um, working from Yelp before Yelp and I went from like I said living on my brother's apartment. Uh, floor on an air mattress to living in an apartment that was, like, $13,000 a month. Wow. Right? Obviously not by myself. I had yeah. four of my buddies. But that was the most beautiful apartment ever. Like, yeah. Like view of the Golden Gate Bridge, like, a drop-down screen. Yeah, like, yeah. everything. And so, that was amazing. And then, I'm assuming what this is leading into, like, how did I end up here? Right. Okay. So, um, it got to a point where i have been at Yelp for a little over three years. Okay. And I was like, "Uh, okay, I'm just not happy. You know, I'm just not, this isn't what I want to be doing. And I had started making some YouTube videos, like pranks and whatnot, because like I said, when I was a kid, that's all I used to do, right? So I started making these pranks, and my brother was my filmer, and I was pumping out like two, three videos a week while working 40, 50, 60 hours a week for Yelp, right? So, I mean, a a thing that I hear a lot now is like, oh, I just don't have time to make videos, like with my job and whatever, I think it's all BS because it's it's doable. If you really
0: want to do it, you can make time.
3: Exactly. So my first video that I ever filmed, prank-wise, I tried vlogs at first and they were just terrible, but my first prank was I put on a woman's bathing suit, I went to Target, tried it on, everything, and
0: um, then you grab someone what, what do you think give me an yeah. opinion on this does this, this make my butt look good yeah.
3: um ooh and so I went out into the middle of the street and you know like Tokyo Tokyo Drift yes. you have the sexy you know girls just yeah. starting the races and whatnot. and so I waited for the lights to turn green then I <laughs> tried to start the race you know I'm wearing high heels dude oh, and yeah. that, oh it was crazy um and so this is all going on, and I'm like, you know what, this is gonna, this is it. Like, this is it. This is going to be the video. It just pops the channel off, and it's going to be amazing. I post it. It got, like, 66 views or something. <laughs> I'm like, ugh, I can't believe I just did that. Like, this is crazy. But I was like, you know what, that's okay. Not everything hits. Yeah. So I, like, continue to make videos, yeah. and, like, they're Excuse
0: all. Excuse me, everyone, why go hang myself? Yeah, <laughs> right, literally.
3: Um, and I'm like, this is just great. And so... You know, I didn't let it discourage me. Yet. I yeah. kept on doing my thing, and then like got to the point, like I said, where I've been at Yelp for over three years, and um, I was just ready for for a change. Arizona was familiar to me. Um, I had done that competition and won with Dawson, right. and so yeah. I had flown out, done a uh, prank with him, and I knew that making videos is what I wanted to do. Like I I, I knew for a hundred percent fact, and you know they they were all out in Arizona. I went to Arizona State. I still have friends from college out here. The cost of living's like a quarter of what it is in San Francisco. Right. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to ask Yelp if I can work remotely. And while I work remotely, move back to Arizona, where the cost of living is like a quarter of the, uh, of the cost, right? Yep. And I'm going to try to make as many videos as possible while saving as much money as possible and see if I can make something work. And so I took that risk and um, just kind of cut back all the time that I was spending at Yelp and focused fully on myself. And then I got to a point where, you know, after the competition that I did with Dawson and and whatnot, the channel was at like 10,000 subscribers. Um, And I pulled the trigger way too early and jumped ship from Yelp to do YouTube full time when I was making probably like, I don't know, 70 bucks a month. Which is nuts, dude. Yeah. Like, absolutely nuts. Like, obviously, I had savings from Yelp, and, like, financially, I was okay. And then living in um, Arizona, paying $300 a month for rent compared to the, uh, you know, 2K plus. I was paying in San Francisco to live in a shoebox. Yeah. Um, I was just like, I'm going to make this work. I have to. So I stopped, um, basically stopped spending money. I drove for Lyft so I didn't have to touch my savings. Yep. So all the money that I made on Lyft was the money that I used to live on.
0: That's your, like, expense money. Exactly.
3: So um, I'm driving for Lyft nonstop. If I wasn't filming or editing, I was driving for Lyft. Yep. Just full-on grind mode because I knew I wanted it to happen. I just knew it. And it was the best decision I ever made because now I'm Uh, here. Now you're here. Not driving for Lyft. No,
2: you're not.
0: if you were it would be for a video that's right yes Yes. coming soon who knows yeah oh i hope so (laughs) that'd be fun yeah yeah um so a big word that's out there in life and in this industry is adversity Mm -hmm. and I, i want you to kind of speak about a time you know whether it was during youtube maybe it was at yelp it could be at any point in your life it could be with anything that you faced adversity you know how did you handle it how did you weather that situation kind of try to get your get yourself going in the right direction
3: yeah so my my parents mean everything to me and their opinion means everything to me too and so when i first started making videos you don't expect a parent to understand why you're putting on a woman's bathing suit and like what what is the end goal here san francisco has
0: changed you (laughs) Stephen. yeah
3: literally but it's like what is this going to get you yeah you know it's like nobody's going to understand that and so you know I'm going on and on and like making these videos and progressing, and then we get to a point where I'm telling my parents that I want to quit my full time, steady six figure job that you worked
0: to get that degree for and everything, you know, and, and they 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 probably see it as you're just throwing everything away. Like if you got off the deep end, like what are you doing? Right. Just because they don't understand it, they didn't Hundred percent.
3: Yep. And throw that away to make silly videos for the internet that I'm making seventy six dollars a month on like who does that in their right mind you know throws away something that's steady something you're good at and something that you'll continue to grow and make more and more at to do something like this and that was that was a huge mental struggle it's like do I listen to my parents and make them happy and, you know, keep myself unhappy? Or do I make myself happy, making them unhappy with the hope that eventually they'll see the vision and become happy with me, right? And not to say that they didn't support me because, you know, when I told them like, hey, this is my final decision, this is what I want to do, they supported me. Yeah. But um, it's not easy. And then I have, you know, everybody at Yelp, when I say like, hey, I think I'm gonna, this is it for me they're like no it's not like you you can't throw this away for that yeah nobody understood it right nobody understood it right and it's just again taking those risks weighing the risk and the reward and just going for it but I will say this like it was hard of course but at the end of the day I knew that if it failed I have professional corporate work experience yep and higher education than ninety eight percent of the United States. Yeah. So it's like the risk is there. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I know I'll be okay. So now is the time to just jump in and get it. Right. You know.
0: And you went to school in Arizona, you probably, you know, whether job internships, like you made connections, you made a totally. network network here, so you know, you probably you bet on yourself, but also you had, you know, a backup plan. More totally. of a backup plan and more things to fall back on than some people do that go and chase this. Hundred percent. So yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
3: So but it's hard. It's yeah. hard. But I'm so happy.
0: When you have to make a tough decision like that, yeah. is there someone in your life, whether it's parents, maybe it was a mentor, a coach, a teacher, a guidance counselor, whoever it is, when you have a when you have a tough decision to make like that and you're thinking about it and maybe you know you want someone's opinion on it or you want just you just want to talk about it with someone. Yeah. Who's that like person or you know, few people that you go to when you're when you're working through something like that in your head?
3: It's my dad. Yeah. Always. Yeah always um but as i get older and as things are becoming more stable he's becoming more of a person to be like you need to trust your gut you you need to do what you need to do and not worry about what anybody else thinks which i totally appreciate and, and and love you know because at the end of the day you are paving the path for your own life and yes it's good to get opinions and it's good to like hear what other people have to say but yeah. the repercussions and what happens inevitably fall on you yeah and a perfect example is this house really you know i'm like yeah. going going back and forth with the negotiation
2: yeah
3: i i keep asking my parents I'm like well i mean do you think i should do it and he's like i mean i can tell you yes or no but at the end of the day it's your money so
0: yeah <laughs> there's that's just the truth
3: it's the, the sad old truth, old truth. Yeah. yes
0: um one crazy moment I think I remember this correctly. You used to ride motorcycles, you had a motorcycle. Yeah. Didn't you have a crazy moment with that? Weren't you in a pretty like scary accident? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't know so if you like to talk about that or not, but yeah, I just wanted to bring it bring it up because that I mean that's obviously traumatic and that's that's crazy and that's something that not everyone, you know, luckily goes through. But, you know yeah. you're, you're here now and you know it's, you know, you're obviously super grateful that you can talk about it, but Very. just what was what was that like? Just kind of trying to get me into your, yeah. your headspace. Because I imagine it just, like, happens black and then you're like, what's going
3: on? Yeah, so um, I had my motorcycle, let's say Suzuki Jixer, which is a uh, a sport bike. Yeah. And I had it in San Francisco, in the city. Which yeah. isn't the, it's not the smartest place to, yeah. uh, to have a motorcycle. There's too congested, nobody's really paying attention. Hills. hills, yeah. Just everything that is not ideal is, is there. Yeah. Um, and so... Basically, I had taken my girlfriend at the time, and we were just going to Chipotle. It's always just going to. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's never like, oh, I was just riding around doing There's something a crazy stupid. crazy
0: stat. It's like all, like, like the majority of automobile accidents happen within a mile from your home. Right. Or like, whether you're um, pulling out, you know, leaving your home or coming home. Totally. It's like, right there. You're doing the most routine stuff, and then one thing throws it off, and then, boom, something happens.
3: Done. Yeah. So, we were just going to Chipotle, ironically, probably, like, a little over a mile away from, from my apartment. Yeah. And um, because we were just going to Chipotle, I was like, yeah, don't worry about putting on a jacket. Jeez. Nothing, right? Yeah. So, I don't even think I was wearing jeans. I think I was wearing shorts and a sweater, because um, San Francisco is always cold. I think my girlfriend was wearing jeans. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we... We're making a turn and just got sideswiped by, by this U-Haul. Jeez. Um, and I can, I can, I can see it all perfectly in my mind when I see it. And what I had done too, is I just, everything kind of slows down in moments like that. I don't know if right. you've had a situation like that, but it slows down. And I had, um, I had thrown my leg under my girlfriend just to make sure that you know, it would be the least amount of road rash for her, yeah. you know, when when we go down. And so my leg just kind of, flipped, excuse me, my leg just okay. scraped, you know, and, like, I can see it and I can feel it. Yeah. And I got up and I lifted the bike because it was on top of us. So lifted the bike and it was so much adrenaline and I was so angry at the guy right. because the dude was on the phone smoking a cigarette. You know, and he's like yelling at me. Like, it, you know what I mean? It's well, like. Can I just
0: get a second to make sure everyone's okay here? Yeah. You psychopath. Literally. You asshole. Like, seriously.
3: And on top of that, the cop shows up and starts yelling at me because he sees a 20, you know, right. 3, 24, Young however kid. it was. Oh, what were you doing? You on idiot. a motorcycle. You're yeah. Idiot, How yeah. fast were you going? You know, whatever it is this? It's like, I, I was not speeding at all and I did nothing wrong. And then this all happens. Yeah, not, not an ideal situation. And, and, Dealing with insurance companies after something like that is a nightmare, too. Yep. They were calling me nonstop. And what I didn't know, and here's a good learning lesson, is that if somebody else's insurance company calls, like, for example, that dude's insurance company was calling me nonstop, I didn't know that I was allowed to say, I don't want to talk to you. Talk to my insurance company.
2: Interesting.
3: I didn't know that. So I'm sitting there, and they're, oh, dude. So they call and They're like, hey, sweetheart, like, I'm so happy that you're okay. Like, you know. They're playing the game playing the game they're like okay so we're going to start this conversation everything's going to be recorded okay I'm like yeah sure no no problem thank right. you for, for like being I just, so nice I just want to help right. right yeah boom start the recording It's like, so why did you hit my client I'm like whoa
0: hey yeah like I need my like that's the version of I want a lawyer president Like exactly you, you speak to you don't speak to me you speak to a professional. you exactly. speak to my to my insurance company.
3: And I didn't know that. Right. Yeah. So I'm sitting there talking to them. They're trying to twist my words, make it my fault so they don't have to pay out. I was like, dang, that yeah. that was crazy. It's
0: mischievous, but they know what they're doing.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. Very well. Yeah. Very well. And I'm sure with incidents like this, like the more extreme the incident is, the more senior person's taking it so, Oh yeah. Well that was crazy. So don't 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 do that, chips. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. But Yeah. Good
0: learning lesson for everyone. Great Write that lesson. down. Yeah, I, I that's a great no, thing to know. No,
3: it is. Yeah. Um, does that stop me from loving motorcycles? Absolutely not. Yeah. Will I continue to ride? Absolutely. Yeah. I just don't want to live my life afraid. Yeah. Especially right now, I don't have kids, you know. Yeah. I you know my only obligation is really myself and and Scout and you know I love doing it. So, I'm not going to limit yeah. myself due to what could happen cuz right. I could get hit by a car walking to my car right. or whatever. So, Yeah. Yeah, they are dangerous though, right. so be careful.
0: Good for you, just stay Wear safe. Wear helmet. That's right. Yeah, okay. couple last fun questions here. Sure. If Steven Shapiro has a free day, no filming, not hanging out with anyone, <laughs> you got a free day to yourself. You can go anywhere and do anything. You got twenty four hours. What are you gonna do? Where are you gonna be? What's going on?
3: You're gonna hate me for this. Oh no! I can't even imagine it. I literally cannot even imagine. I haven't yeah. had a free day where I don't do anything in so long yeah. that if I had it, I would feel so awful for not filming or yeah, doing something. Like, yeah, head, like, literally. Hey, man, like, I, I would does this 24
0: hours run out? I
3: would hate it. Yeah. I would hate it. I, I've tried, dude. I tried because I'm so burnt from, yeah. like, doing everything creative. And so I'm like, I'm just going to do nothing today. Two hours in, I'm like, I could film, like, a sit-down video. I, can, you know, yeah, I Like, do, I need to do
0: something. Yeah. Right? I can just do this a little bit.
3: Film a video, scout, yeah. like, whatever, yeah, you know? And I, I think I just had the philosophy of, like, I'm young once, yep. and I want to get to a point where I'm able to just turn it all off yep. when I'm older. So it's like, grind now, reap the benefits later. Yep. Very good. So I'm sorry if that doesn't...
0: Yeah, no, that was terrible, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no yeah. yeah it just sucked, like, just ruined the whole yeah. thing, but it's fine. <laughs> Actually, let's scratch this yeah. whole podcast. Yeah, just gonna just, like, just like, <laughs> yeah. punch a whole like, like, Oops. Um, if people see you out, and they yell... Or say something to you, or want you to say something from one of your videos, like yeah. they want, like or they're quoting your videos or whatever the situation is. What's like the go-to thing or the thing that you hear the
1: most? <laughs> hey, that's what I yeah. thought.
0: Hey, yeah. <laughs> literally,
3: it's so it's creepy, man. Because yeah. like people would just be walking and then either right behind me to be like, hey, I'm like, whoa, hey, hey man, yeah, don't wait
0: the thing, yeah, yeah.
3: I, I don't expect it, so I'm like, whoa, oh, hey, hey. Yeah. yeah, they love it, yeah. people love it. I, I love that they love it too it's yeah. like such a that's dumb good. thing but it's right. it's really fun that's good Yeah.
0: well this is fun Stephen dude, I'm glad appreciate we finally it. got to do this
3: me too I'm sorry for being so flaky all the time and Just.
0: no but it's good it, it gave us more More time passed more things happened gave us more stuff to talk about it Amen. spin zone the positive that's right well, thanks for making it through this without yeah, crying dude. I know this Thank the, you you know I'm really the mustache is yeah get
3: to you. yeah it is it is it, seriously keep it please keep it yeah, but for everybody out there listening to the Joseph Vor podcast, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm not Joseph Vore, but Joseph Orr will see you in the next time.
0: He sees you. And Stephen is my biological father. That's right. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed. If you did, Apple, Spotify, or YouTube, wherever you may be listening, please rate five stars, leave a friendly review, subscribe, and turn those notifications on so you never miss an episode, interviews like this one coming your way every single Monday, and the Weekend 12 Pack with Uncle Micah, your home for degenerate gambler advice from non-degenerate gamblers coming your way every single Friday. Thank you again so much for listening, and I will talk to you guys on Friday.